2: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, junior editor at that website. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. Woo! It's Transformers <laughs> week! Woo! It is, Mason. Don't get too excited, though. I'm not. Oh, don't
3: worry. That was mostly sarcastic.
2: <laughs> good, good. We're in no danger of me getting too excited over Transformers 4. Well, thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf news, Mason. <sighs> Ugh. <laughs> This is your fault, though. How is it my fault? Because last week, you said, hey, we haven't had any Shia LaBeouf news for a while. And you think that me saying
3: that, do you think I have that power?
2: Yes. Wow. I think you've pushed some kind of force, some unseen force, and this has happened. That's what I think's happened here.
3: Well, we sure haven't had a lot of me winning millions of dollars news recently. (laughs) This week. Crossing (laughs) fingers. But all right. And again, for, for new listeners, as for old listeners will know, and new listeners will realize that mm. we're only allowed to have Shia LaBeouf news or Batman versus Superman news in a single episode. We can't and by news we
2: mean conjecture. Yeah, precisely. Batman versus Superman. Exactly. And luckily we only have Shia LaBeouf news this That's week. That's good. My goodness. Alright, so <laughs> the story... <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I've actually got here Shia LaBeouf news, brackets, this is your fault. Fantastic, <laughs> okay. good. Okay, so he went to a cabaret play, uh-huh. I don't know whether it was cabaret, it's not important. Uh, Alan Cumming was in it. Uh huh. Famous Scottish actor, is he? Doesn't matter,
3: he's an X-Men 2. He is an X-Men yeah. 2.
2: He's Nightcrawler. Yeah, he's really uh-huh. good. He's a good actor. Um, during the, their first, uh, the first act, he was, Charlotte Booth was reportedly yelling out, smoking, perhaps, being a dickhead. Sure, and definitely. Just, and acting irrationally. Like, there's a bit where Alan Cumming walked down the, uh, the aisle, and Charlotte Booth, like, slapped him on the butt.
3: Huh.
2: I mean, I guess he was getting into it, but. No, it's not, it's
3: <laughs> not how it works. Do that. Also, what do, you, do you think it would be worse if it was smoking a cigarette or an e-cigarette? Which marks him as a bigger dickhead, do you think? E-cigarette, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're like, oh, I'm, I'm exploiting a loophole. I'm not really smoking. I can smoke indoors. I'll do it if I want.
2: I mean, Dick and Oh, look, smells of
3: cinnamon. Ugh.
2: He was there to escort it out, Mason. Yes. After Act 1 or during Act 1, where he was promptly arrested and reportedly he was in tears. When he was being arrested, that's always. I mean, it would. I've never been arrested. You've yep. never been arrested. I've never been arrested. I'd imagine it would be quite distressing. But whenever I hear someone gets arrested and they're crying, just get it together. I mean, you're not. <laughs> you're not arrested for murder. You know what you did. Yeah, you know what you did. You haven't killed anybody. You didn't crash a car or whatever. Just. Also, you're rich. You're, you're rich. Exactly. You're, nothing's gonna happen to you. Ridiculous. Mm. But Mason. Yes. In more Shia Booth news. <sighs> Hours earlier, he was filmed chasing what appeared to be a homeless man. Have you seen this video? No. They're darting... In I a- wish
3: you said Roadrunner there.
2: <laughs> Me
3: too. He was setting up an assortment of traps, lead weights. He, at one point, he was seen drawing a big tunnel on a on a brick wall.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was uh, filmed chasing a home- what appeared to be a homeless man who had a paper bag that looked like filled with some kind of fast food. And they're like darting in and out of traffic. And the homeless guy looks like, look, people say he was homeless. I don't know whether he was actually homeless. Let's just... Homeless. Might have been Daniel Day-Lewis. Might have been Daniel Day-Lewis. And that's, that's bizarre, right? Mm. I, don't, I don't know what to make of any of this. No, it's... He's it's clearly a- having some... I mean, he's clearly having some kind of breakdown. Yeah. So we probably shouldn't be making no, light of it. But at the same
3: but, time, maybe he's involved some, in some sort of club, like a real rich people club where they hunt homeless people. Okay, Right.
2: Would you put it past him? <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of that song, "Actual Cannibal" Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> you heard that song? No. I'll put, I think I'll put it at the end. I can't remember who it's by, but um, I'll put it at the end. It's it's pretty amazing.
3: It proposes that Shia LaBeouf is a cannibal, yes. an actual cannibal. Yes. Wow.
2: It's 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 quite good. Was, is it
3: convincing? Is the narrative of the song? Very oh yeah. Convincing? Like
2: it starts where he's you're in the woods and your phone's dead uh-huh. and sneaking up behind you is Shia LaBeouf. And he chases you through the woods and you get caught in a bear trap. It's a whole thing. It's it's really good.
3: Do you think, maybe in this case, because he's had a he's had a history of stealing other people's artistic work, yeah. maybe he's heard Shia LaBeouf actual cannibal and he's decided that he's going to be an actual cannibal he's gonna... and claim that that was
2: his idea all along? <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. Definitely. Or he's doing the live action version. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Either way, what a genius, mm. I guess. Visionary. Visionary. We said we will just mention this briefly. Gary Oldman said some weird stuff, didn't he? Yeah, let's not get into it. But weird, weird
3: Hollywood <laughs> people are weird, aren't they? It
2: always upsets me when... It shouldn't upset me, but when you find out that someone's like, oh, you're a lunatic. Right, right. Exactly. Great, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a bad day, but... I yeah, mean, maybe like it was a it's bad
3: day, maybe he was drunk, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oftentimes when people are drunk, that's when they say they're most, you know... When you see their real personality. Because yeah. there's, no, there's nothing holding them back. So who knows?
2: Oh, jeez. Well, Mason, let's get into some proper news. Some movie news. Ooh. We saw the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer this week. Yeah, we did. A big turnaround for people. People saying, why didn't they show this trailer earlier? Uh-huh. Because it looks way better. Mm-hmm. And also... It's implied in this trailer that William Fickner... Vick, Fickner. Fickner.
3: Delightful character actor William Fickner. He is good, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. I like stuff. him.
2: Mm. I hope he's not weird. He's up. one
3: of the he's one of those famous that guys. He is. I like that guy. I like that guy. Me too. Yeah.
2: Well, it was said that his character was going to be the, the Shredder. Mm, stand was yeah. something Sax. I can't remember exactly. Uh-huh. And people flipped out about that because Shredder's supposed to be Japanese and a ninja mm. and blah, blah, blah. But in this trailer, there's a brief clip that shows... A different man, an Asian man. In, in Shadows. In the the Shadows. wind it up and zoomed yeah. it in and et cetera. I believe um, uh, Raw Machine, Mark Raw Machine Cassidy from Comic Book Movie did that. Nice. He's a Good great work. dude. Mm. Follow him on Twitter. I won't. Raw Machine. Do it. Oh, fine. God, I'm doing it now.
3: <laughs> God.
2: But yeah, so, and he's the one in the shredder armor.
3: And he's kind of, he's very, he's, he's Asian. He's sh- he is shaved Asian. head. And he's got kind of a lot of scars, which would, you know, suggest a man who has, you know, shred, you know. Razor blade gauntlets, and in mm. training he
2: wasn't very good with them no, initially. Well, but now what? he's great. <laughs> he's so he's, he's a deadly, got it. He's forced to be reckoned with now. He's nailed it. But back in the day, yeah, absolutely. One. What did you think of the trailer in general, though? You, you, yeah, it looks
3: promising. Yeah,
2: it does. Sure. Mm. I mean, the people still don't like the designs and whatever. Um, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm waiting to see. That I think it was said before, the director hasn't produced that much that we've been super impressed with. Uh-huh. Battle Los Angeles and yeah, yeah. some other stuff. But mostly, hey.
3: yeah, mostly boring. More than yeah, yeah,
2: you know. like non-event. Yeah, non-event but I mean, cinema. they
3: look. I don't mind the design. Yeah, they look. I mean, here's the thing: there's no giant mutant turtles in real life, <laughs> so there's nothing to base them on. No, you just you everybody. Every design so far has just been taken a shot in the dark. Yeah, they look kind of like the cartoon ones. They look kind of like the old movie ones. Yeah, close enough. Whatever. Yeah,
2: they don't have a beak, so shut up. They don't have
3: a beak. <laughs> But turtles also don't have noses, so the fact these ones don't have noses, it's fine, right?
2: True true words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, at the end, there's like a little joke um, where someone says, so are they aliens, and Megan Fox is like, they're not aliens, you idiot, or whatever. It's not yeah, that yeah. exactly. You know, because that was the one of the original... That they were going to be from space. Yeah. yeah, so I guess that's...
3: Which, again, wouldn't be that bad
2: some of the origins a the lot, mutagen is from space or yeah exactly
3: it? a lot there's a lot of extraterrestrial stuff there is there's in a lot they call
2: you're Sorry. close <laughs> but they're, they're in
3: the in every pretty much every version except for the old movie series yeah. there was some sort of outer space link yeah absolutely it, it was only the old ones that changed you know techno cosmic research industries to techno global research oh, Okay, industries, right? so they took all the alien stuff
2: out but yeah. hmm, but Proposed. everything else aliens it's fine Highly anticipated Mason mm. for both of us.
3: And they're all they're you can see much more they've they've really ramped up these guys they have their own individual personalities. Yeah. This one's got goggles. This one's, this one's Johnny a, Knoxville. This one's Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> this one's got a different set of goggles. <laughs> and a skateboard. I I,
2: can I tell you what I don't like. I don't like Raphael's bandana. Wow. It's got like a bandana. You've drawn a line. I have. Uh-huh. But you know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Exciting. Maybe it'll charm you. Yeah, well. With its bandanas. I hope so. I hope so. Predator Mason. Oh. If See, I don't with... know anything about this Predator. News. This is Go exciting. Ahead. Okay. Um for a number of reasons. Uh well Shane Black, famous director, Shane Black and writer. He wrote the Lethal Weapon films before. He also Milderson directed Mission 3. You did. Mm. When I say before Mel Gibson was racist, I mean during, but we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know he (laughs) was racist. (laughs) He was racist. Yeah, he directed Iron Man 3, which not a lot of people like, including us, elements (laughs) of it anyway. But it works as a buddy comedy. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, he's going to be continuing the Predator franchise. Oh,
3: Predator buddy comedy.
2: (laughs) That would be great. Oh, one's the new kid in town ones the one from the first one who died Correct. as a ghost i don't know whatever <laughs> that'd work yep it, it was thought that it was going to be a reboot but he uh-huh. his chain black was we just like, had a reboot well, that's the thing though because here you go chain black said well it's not broken so yeah yeah totally why why do that mm-hmm. but the thing is though you've seen um well predators isn't a reboot predators no it's a, continu- is a sequel. it's a continuation yeah and i think call this controversial i think predators is the best predator movie
1: no,
3: I'm on board with that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, Predator it's, it's, is great. I would great. say it's at least on par with the first one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, it's it's really good. It's got great characters in it. It's got good action. Adrian Brody's awesome. It's got that bit He's where... He's probably not racist. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's got that bit where a guy just fires a minigun into some trees for two minutes. <laughs> like, two solid minutes.
2: Is that the first one or the... That's in the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Big fan of the original, but I, I really enjoyed Predators and I was sad that it didn't do better. But I blame Aliens versus Predators for that, who just drilled into the ground and everybody saw those but then by the time Predators rolled around everyone was like nah yeah yeah you're right so, but hey not in need of a reboot so I'm glad it's continuing
3: hmm there you go any is there any plot details or anything like that he's just like doing another Pre- one.
2: it just says Predators question mark great that's the official website so. <laughs> 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 Predators anyone <laughs> that's what it's called <laughs> just quickly as well another 80s icon returning uh, Rambo you Rambo
3: 5, I want to say. Yeah, it's 5, yeah.
2: Apparently, this is going to be uh, Stallone's No Country for Old Men. I wish you'd
3: said 80s icon is returning and then pause briefly so I could think of a, oh, sorry. Like a wacky 80s. 80... I can't think of one,
2: though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll come up with one later. Good, good. Punky Bo- Brewster.
2: Nice. I used to love that show. It's weird. Well, it was it taught me life lessons. Okay, cool. More the cartoon than the live action. Okay, great. Anyway. Rambo 5. <laughs> sure. Where's he
3: going to be this time?
2: Well, apparently he's going to take on a drug cartel in oh, South America or okay. something. Hmm. So yeah, why not? It's going to be his No Country for Old Men. In what sense? That's all it says. Question mark? It? question is
1: it? mark?
2: Rambo, anyone? <laughs> so yeah, I don't right. know. Right,
3: it's, a, it's a, uh, 80s stuff's coming back. Yeah, absolutely. In a big
2: way. Well, in the original Rambo book... He kills himself at the end, is that right? And that was originally the ending of the oh, first Oh, the first film. First Blood. First Blood, yeah. The first First Blood, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I've never read the book, I don't think. I think I'm I've pretty read... sure it
2: does. I'm, okay. I'm almost 100% positive. Right, right. Yeah.
3: And then I guess they filmed the movie and then it was successful and they're like... Yeah, I think I think in First Blood Part 2, the book, mm. they just gloss over the fact that he died. <laughs> Or maybe that was a, maybe, I think the first one was an original, the second one was an adaptation of the second film, I don't know. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Well, let's check them out, Mason. Yeah, cool. I recommend that to you. Thank you. I will. <laughs> the Flash pilot has leaked uh-huh. for the uh, Flash TV show. It doesn't uh-huh. premiere till like September or October or something. Uh-huh. They're probably going to show it at Comic Con or sometimes they release these things online anyway, like officially, yeah. but it has leaked. Have you seen it? I have not seen it yet, no. I have also not seen it, but I have some opinions. Okay, go ahead. These are just estimations. <laughs> sure, fantastic. Because in this role that we do, that would be unprofessional of us to watch this. So these are things I've assumed.
3: You've also assumed that we're professional in any way, so I think it's probably <laughs> okay to admit that you've just you just watched it on the internet. Never! I mean, you're not, I mean, you're not, we're not part of the industry. We can't get fired from this. Good point. I mean, we probably can. We can. We de- almost certainly can, yeah. <laughs>
2: Having not seen it, Mason, okay, fine. I thought it was a strong-ish pilot. Hmm. Um, nothing groundbreaking, probably, if I'd seen it. Uh-huh. But it, it, it's it's good You're enough. You're really going to go with this. <laughs> You're damn right I am. Uh-huh. I'd imagine that it sets up some things for the future, like uh-huh. Gorilla Grood. Okay, sure. There's probably a reference to that. And the speed effects, from what I understand in my mind as I imagine it, are okay. Okay, good. For television. Right. and I They're think- better
3: than the Flash pilot from... Flash series from the 80s and 90s. No. Come They're on. Not. <laughs> okay, sorry, you're right.
2: <laughs> I've never seen that, but presumably no. Okay. But yeah, I
3: mean, if. Hypothetically if, speaking, is there. Because we have seen uh, the last X Men film, and we yeah. know there was a kind of a spectacular. Nothing everybody, like Everybody that. knows there's nothing like that. No. There was a kind of a spectacular s- super speed thing in there, but there's nothing like that. Okay. Hypothetically, nothing That's like that. That's yeah. disappointing. It's a little bit disappointing. What's well, TV? What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, but still. If you you know you put all your, you know you put all your eggs and you put all your your money and all your hopes on this pilot, you'd think they'd put in something like that.
2: Sure, it, it's it's not disappointing from what I'd imagine though. Okay, it's good enough.
3: Great, is it on par with say an episode of Arrow?
2: Well, if I had to guess, <laughs> it was on par with like an average episode of Arrow. Great. Right, okay. Yeah. Mm.
3: So there you go. Did we get a villain like a well? Grod- we get we got Gorilla Grodd
2: somehow. <laughs> My understanding was that his oh. reference did it. There's a yep. busted cage. Um, the the yellow the reverse flash. What's his name? Zoom. Zoom mm-hmm. is uh he works with him probably. Okay. And, Hunter's all and he I think he fights weather wizard. Great. And there's a tornado and it's going really fast but he runs the other way. Ah oh, okay. Yeah, probably yeah. I don't know. Okay. So yeah. fantastic. Everybody check it out or don't.
3: Don't yeah it's fine
2: yeah but we'll talk no about-
3: spoilers there because you never saw it. <laughs>
2: We will uh, talk about that more if it gets released officially or when it comes out on the television. Correct. For reals. Mm. Pacific Rim news though, Mason. There's a sequel coming out. You're a fan
3: of that? The I liked Pacific it, yeah. Grim? Yeah, yeah. I thought
2: it was okay. Mm. Um, apparently, everyone will return. I love good Australian accents in film, certainly. <laughs> Boy, do you. Yeah, everyone returns. All I've, those... fact, I've
3: spoken to people recently who have been like, those accents weren't bad. Not true. But they were. You're an Australian. How can you think
2: that? <laughs> Maybe better than some, worse than others. No, worse than everybody's. Yeah. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Anyway, sorry. Pacific Rim 2 news. Well, all the classic characters are going to return. Can you name one? Wow, what's his face? Jaeger. Yeah, Jaeger. Ron Perlman.
3: Ron Perlman will be back. Uh, What's his face? from Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. There we go. What's his character's name? Charlie Hunnam. (laughs) I'm sorry, Lieutenant Charlie Hunnam. (laughs)
2: That's it. I think one was Mako. Oh, yep. uh Uh-huh. Yep. I think... Hannibal Chow was the name of the Ron Perlman character. Okay, wow, you I got might a, be wrong you've got you've got a lot of you yeah. you're in the
3: 95th percentile of knowing stuff about Pacific Rim. You know a lot more than most people. Well, I, I didn't
2: love it to be honest. I was like, that's okay. Hmm. I I wouldn't care if there wasn't a sequel cuz to be honest, I'd rather hear he uh Guillermo del Toro do, do another hellboy. That would be better, yeah. Which we will never see. Yeah. Mark my words.
3: That yeah, you're right, that ship has sailed, yeah. I think.
2: And, uh, or, or it's just something, something new from him. Mm. Cause I, I, I don't know, I like his work, but I didn't love, help, um. What do you think he's City like, Grim.
3: why do you think he directed Pacific Rim?
2: I think he likes the idea. I think he got caught up in the idea of giant robots and monsters. I think that's basically what it's stemmed back to. What,
3: what, like, what is his, like, what is his arc as a director? Like he's done like Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth, Labyrinth and Hellboy. He did like... Mimic.
2: Yeah, from yeah, the nineties, okay. which was a horror movie where bugs could mimic people. Yeah, I remember that. By being like, like I'm a I'm just a guy. Yeah, Ignore yeah. the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> but like what like
3: you know, we know like Spielberg does like kind of family stuff and sure. whatever. What what is Guillermo del Toro doing? He's he's
2: like I'd say creature effects. Creature effects a creature built, effects. Anything yeah. built around creature effects. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Alright. That works. Is, he, is he much of a writer? Do you know? No idea. Yeah,
3: did yeah. he write Pan's Labyrinth? Who knows? Someone will tell us. We'll, we'll never know in a way. No, that's, that's true. Pile, let's just pile up the misinformation and then multiple uh, of our listeners will, will email in and let us know we're wrong. Like that time we <laughs> said Buzz Aldrin was dead. To be fair, <laughs> I didn't say he was dead. I wondered
2: if he was dead. I think you said he's dead. I did not. But you know what though? What else is annoying? Because I listened back to that yeah. and I was like, I didn't think he was dead. And you were so sure that he was dead that I went, yeah, I think he is dead.
3: So, the lesson here is back yourself. Be yourself and back yourself. Be
2: yourself and back yourself. Also, Jazz isn't in Transformers 2 at the start. Huh. Someone else. but he I do- don't care. <laughs> but he does appear. I wish the- he was and he was torn apart again. But he does appear in the sequel comic, so he is alive. There you go. Fancy I'm that. Still right. Still right. Uh, two more things to talk about quickly, Mason. Bond, as you know, is returning for, uh, for Bond 24,000. I reckon
3: it's 24, if I had to guess.
2: Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, they've hired uh, some 007 veteran screenwriters, uh, Neil Purvis and Robert Wade. And yep. the idea behind these guys are they're going to punch up the script with more gags.
3: I think Purvis and Wade did some of the Brosnan ones. Of course they do. Oh,
2: God. Bradley's more g- gags, great. <laughs> That's what we need. Yeah. You know what? I'm happy for. I'll be ha- happy for more gags, mm-hmm. but I don't want them to do it. No, give it to someone else. Give it to Shane Black.
3: Yeah, give it. You yeah, punch exactly. It up. Anyone. Give it to you know Seth Rogen. <laughs> exactly. We're yeah. on the
2: same page here, right? Yeah, yeah. All the Brosnan movies except Goldeneye are terrible. Terrible, Absolutely, right?
3: Yeah. They all. Uh, I would say all of them except
2: the one where he takes over the world with the newspapers.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of them have redeeming there's features. Parts of them which are yeah. good, yes. But some have absolutely like Dinah. The day has no redeeming features. Diamond Face. Diamond Face. Okay. <laughs> Amazing villain. Diamond Face. What's great about that character is everybody in the world has decided unanimously to call him Diamond Face. <laughs> is great. Um, there's one of the one of the films. I can't remember which one it is, and it doesn't matter. Where there's a character called by played by Denise Richards called Christmas Jones, and that's the one where they completely gave up on like double entendres and well, they didn't give up on him, but they were like. Just, just throw them out there. Who cares? Yeah. And I saw that with a friend who'd never seen a James Bond film before, and it ends with him going, "They're, they're in like an escape capsule or whatever." They're and always in an escape yeah. capsule. And he's like, "I thought Christmas only came once a year." And everybody in the audience went, "Ugh!" <laughs> and I turned to this friend, and I'm like, "I'm so sorry. I didn't think they were going to go there, but here we are. Look, they, they, they named her that solely S- yeah. for that gag at the Absolutely.
2: End. The worst joke in the world. And hmm. she was a nuclear physicist. Yeah." Great movie? No. You're right. Anyway, they're back, so that Neil... was wrong with Robert Carlyle as a villain, and he's actually a good actor. Yeah. There's a lot of good actors in those movies. Yeah, though. Sean Bean? Apparently exactly. Well apparently John Cleese is like, listen, they should bring back the lighter tone. I feel yeah, like but
3: that's because he wants to be Q again. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're yeah. out, Cleese. <laughs> yeah. Look, I love Cleese. I'm a big yeah. fan, but you're out. Mm. I like the new Q. Yeah, he's good. But anyway, whatever. Mason. Yes. Planet of the Apes. The uh-huh. new one. Dawn of. Or mm-hmm. Rise of. I think it's Dawn of. It's confusing. Uh it's Dot Still I think. Dot Potter is uh-huh. the acronym. It's right. looking great. All the the reviews that have come in so far, all positive. Uh-huh. Apparently, it's mind-blowing. And mm. the only reason I wanted to bring this up, Mason, was to plug a video I did on Planet of the Apes. Interesting. You should check it out on my YouTube channel, YouTube slash Mister MrSundayMovies. No.com? No, don't right. need it. Grace. <laughs> <laughs> but, Mason, it's time to... Oh, have you got some news there?
3: No, I was just look, I was just looking up uh, what
2: Purvis and Wade had, had written. Oh, please tell me. And it's...
3: Um... Well, one they wrote. Day there,
2: go to YouTube slash Mr. Sunday. No,
3: I don't have enough tabs. Just. I don't
2: have enough give it tabs available. One
3: second. I'm not going to do it. Okay, so. Uh, blah, blah, blah. World is not enough. They also wrote a script for a Bond spin off featuring the character Jinx from Die Another Day. That's
2: right, when they were like, she's his equivalent. Mm. She would be his equivalent. That was the Halle Berry character, by the way. Yeah, yeah. If they wrote her as an actual human being. Uh-huh. And that movie wasn't just a series of catchphrases and. Mm-hmm. Space lasers. You know what
3: they have? They have co-writing credits on Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and Skyfall. I don't yeah. know. But I'd this... love to know the involvement Me too, the level yeah. on that. I think maybe that's they have really good agents. Okay. Like you can, in Hollywood, you can have, your name can be on a script and you haven't written it. But because you have the better agent and you got in there with some sort of creative control, the, the actual writer's names come off it. And is that true? Yeah. Have we talked about Paul Hogan? On this podcast? Oh, not enough.
2: Okay. Are you talking about the How How Did This Get Made podcast episode on this? I don't on think Crocodile so. Crocodile Dundee 3?
3: Well, yeah, apparently in Crocodile Dundee yeah. 3... I know this story. It's great. Some guys wrote a script for Crocodile Dundee 3 because he he put out a call for writers. Yeah. And then they sent it to him and he's like, I'm going to tweak some of these things. And he changed the, the names of some of the characters and he changed a couple of the punchlines for the jokes. And he's like... Like slightly. Yeah, yeah, slightly. So yeah. maybe even they weren't as good. And then he's like... Okay, now I want full writing credit for this movie. Yeah, and apparently that's how he makes his money. He gets allegedly. He gets. Well, he makes
2: his money through tax
3: fraud. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) And leaking uh, TV pilots on the internet, allegedly. (laughs) He's a monster. Anyway, but he he will like he will find a way to get the most number of screen credits in a movie. Yeah, like writer, director, producer, Producer, blah uh, blah blah. Yeah. So he gets the most like. What do you
2: call them, the the Australian dollar. Yeah, the, the most A-U-D.
3: Australian dollar. The AUD. He gets all the AUD. It's all that Australian Skrilla, you know what I mean? <laughs> but so he can get the most like not not retainers, like the what, most Yeah, yeah.
2: Like you get the paycheck for every role that yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, basically totally, yeah. get. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah, that's that's an episode of um How Did This Get Made with Paul Shear. Huh, okay. Where they have one of the writers from that uh-huh. and they take the the writer talks about the whole process. Wow, of, okay. It's fascinating.
3: I'm gonna listen to that. Yeah,
2: it's really, really good. And Basically, what it boiled down to, though, they had to fight to get their names on the script because they weren't going to get paid. Right,
1: right,
3: right. And so
2: they were fighting for this movie that they didn't even want right, right. credit for uh-huh. because it's terrible. Mm. And if you've seen that movie, it is... Have you seen it? I have not seen it. It's so... <laughs> I can't even... I'm sorry.
3: It is In a way, it's like our national anthem. So I apologize that I haven't seen Crocodile <laughs> Dundee 3 in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles, but...
2: Yeah, because it. it's weird where he's like he's super dumb for no reason. Right, like he doesn't know what an elevator is, or he doesn't know when he's being mugged. This is like whatever. the early 2000s, This right? is two thousand one. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't want to get into it. But at the same <laughs> at time, all. I do. I'd love to do an episode purely on Crocodile Yeah, yeah. no one's calling. To Next that. week, Crocodile Dundee <laughs> special.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job
2: on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, Mason. Yeah. We've, we've beat around the Paul Hogan bush enough yep. for this week. It's time to get into Transformers Age of extinction. I
3: didn't say it. No, I did. <laughs> I had to because it's this film was critic proof. It is. It, we're not critics, but still it's critic proof and it's audience proof because you have to see it. Even though the last three were terrible, you're like, well maybe this is an improvement or maybe it's much worse and I'll enjoy it for the the car wreck that it is. You exactly. I mean? mm. You have
2: to see it. Yeah. Um, now, despite Shia's involvement, Shia LaBeouf's lack of involvement, sorry, yeah. this movie is still doing very, very well.
3: Made like $120 million in a day it, or something.
2: No, it's like $100 million for the weekend US. Oh, okay, right. I don't know. Is that international? It's probably true. Probably, yeah. Well, it is, it is, as we'll talk about, it is catered to an international market in a big way. Yeah. But look, Michael Bay does not care about the 13% Rotten Tomatoes critical reception. Absolutely not. He basically said, they love to hate and I don't care, let them hate. Hmm. And then he said, "Let the meat cake." And they said, "Do you understand that reference?" And he said, "No." Nah.
3: No. And then they were like, "Can you slightly explain anything you do, like as a director?" And he just panicked and he walked away.
2: <laughs> now, look. Before we talk about whether we thought it was fantastic or not, uh-huh. some people were anticipating this movie. Um, Anthony, who's a friend of the show, he's the official Shockwave. Fantastic, it's pretty good. good, isn't it? Um, he's it, got a YouTube channel, uh, Ver Verathrax, V R T H R A X, where he does like Transformers stop motion-y stuff. Ooh, basically, it's it's good, it's good too. Anyway, uh, he says I'm a Transformers fan, and that was a uh, and that's the, a very controversial side of the internet because of Michael Bay's movies. Mm-hmm. Fair point. I have a bit of a weird relationship with those movies too, as I was twelve when the first one came out, and I thought it was fantastic. Which I can understand that because yeah, the first yeah. one's not terrible, is it? As we mentioned. No. It's completely watchable or it was at the time. And I've got that thing as well where when I watched things when I was a kid, I still look back fondly. You remember that Ewok movie? Yes. I love the Ewok Hang on, movie. And which one there were two? The first one okay, great. where they fight Gorax <laughs> and there's the giant spider. <laughs> Fuck, that's a good movie. <laughs> uh, of
3: course it is. <laughs> but... Hold on to that dream, little buddy.
2: So, yeah. So, people are obviously anticipating this, but the internet over, mm-hmm. Mason, just like you said, because they want to see whether it's terrible or not terrible. So, what we're uh. going to do, brief non-spoilers. Yep. And then, because this is pretty much spoiler-proof and because everyone's going to see this, we're just going to... I don't yeah. want to dance around the Transformers spoilers, basically. No, exactly. Either. Let's not do and that. And
3: also, if I may... uh it's beat for beat identical to all the other Transformers yes, movies. Yes, it is. So there's not really a lot to spoil.
2: No. Just change some names. Just change some names. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to talk about the structure of the plot? Yeah, though? I mean,
3: it's set It's set four or five years after... Five years after I think the, it's four. Yeah. Four years
2: after... No, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Irrelevant number of years. Yeah,
3: irrelevant number of years. So uh the Transformers destroyed Chicago last time. Yep. And so the, I, the the premise is that... They've all been outlawed except for a few Autobots. So they say. So they say. Mm. But secretly there's a team, a CA team called Cemetery Wind who are out to... Are they from the comics? No, don't think so. Not that I've read. Sure. Uh, And they're out to destroy basically all the Transformers. Mm.
2: Mm. Interesting. For
3: nefarious purposes.
2: Yes, very Mm. nefarious. And speaking of the Transformers, did you like the design of the Transformers? Let's go Autobots first. There was only like four of them. They've tweaked them, haven't they? Yeah, big time.
3: Optimus Prime is, is... what they've done is they've kind of, when they're in the robot mode now, any element of their vehicle mode is gone now. Like Optimus Prime, used, like in the first one, if you yeah. see, you can still see like his yeah, front
2: just, gears and pistons, and you can,
3: well, you can see gears and pistons, but you can yeah. also see like his front like wind, windshield and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but that's completely gone in this new redesign. That's true. I don't know if I like it a lot. The,
2: uh, this is, he's uh, more kind of rounded, like a samurai. Yeah, kind he's of more. Armor.
3: He's, yeah, he's. This isn't a spoiler, so much, but. We know, you know, from the trailer that he does appear as his like cartoon vehicle version.
2: I was going to say that, and you said if that's all you want from a Transformers movie, yeah, yeah, if you ret- you'll forgive everything if you see. No, I said
3: initially if he if for the last three he'd been in that version, I would okay. forgive it a lot. <laughs> okay, but I think he looks a lot better. Like that that version looks a lot better. Like transforming wise, it looks the most realistic. I yeah, think. I'd agree but with it, that. The yeah. mm.
2: transformer formings was odd, were odd in this, weren't they? Comparatively to the other ones, mm. and I'm probably talking about that later. But you know, we'll, we'll get into that later. Actually, okay, with right, the, right. The, the particular Decepticons. What about the other Transformers? The other three. You got the John Goodman one. Yes, they really made them distinguishable, didn't they? They
3: did, but at the same time, and it's it's kind of walking a tightrope where. They now they're now kind of Power Ranger esque because yeah. they're all so they're like, all they're, different. they're all got the nice bright colorways, yeah. you know. They um, so the, the the villains basically are on the hunt for these Autobots to destroy them and, and Big for whatever. Time. What they should do here's a here's a tip: what you should do if you if you're the CIA and you're hunting the Transformers is just have a Google, like a Google alert for when anybody like searches for like high performance luxury flashy car show or whatever like in a small town like if somebody in Hicksville USA like tweets like hey I was just walking down the street and there was like a, a red and gr- red and blue flame truck drove past followed by like a Camaro that isn't out yet and like a bright green Corvette Stingray and like a two million dollar Bugatti Veyron like they all just drove down the street in this, this rural town is there something going on you know and also, Transformers, if you're listening, the best way to blend in, maybe don't turn into, like, flashy high-performance supercars. Yeah. Maybe, because t- you can turn into a any Datsun. kind of car. You turn into a Datsun. Turn <laughs> into a Yugo. I don't know what that is. Turn into, like,
2: a VW camper van. Yeah, mm, yeah. Exactly. Hmm. Turn into an ice cream truck, like yeah. in the second movie.
3: Yes. But, you know, with that being said, they do look great, I think.
2: Okay. That's... Well, I, I thought the designs were a lot better. I particularly liked two of them. The the The... Japanese samurai style one. I know that doesn't make sense. Crosshairs, yeah. Crosshairs. Yeah. And he's not like that in the comics or whatever, but I like the look of that one. I like the green one, even though he had a coat for some reason.
3: Uh, yeah, okay, I yeah. I thought yeah. that
2: looked really, mm. really interesting. Did you notice at the start when Bubble Bee and Crosshairs met, yep. they got into a weird scrap for no reason? I was going
3: to talk about what that. What was that? I think in a substitute for characterization, look, they have, I have some characterization, but I think all throughout these movies, they've substituted like roughhousing for characterization. Like, they're, they're, you know, because they're robots, but they're supposed to have sort of pseudo-human emotions, and so they just get... Children,
2: though, like human Yeah, kind of like children, children, exactly, yeah. yeah.
3: That's, well, that's always been a hallmark of these things, I think, that they've got, like, all the characters, humans and robots, have, like, these weird adolescent, like, reactions to things, and they 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 react like children to stuff, like, they... Jump into a battle when they really should not be jumping into a battle yeah. because they can't control their impulses. There's no strategy to yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Well, the Optimus we Prime. Yeah, we can oh, talk sorry. about that later. But I got, I got, I got notes. Good. I'm, they're in my brain. They're not real notes. <laughs> Good.
2: Yeah. Well, the, I thought that the Optimus Prime character was a big departure from, well, the comics. But um, a few people picked up on this. He's never, he's never been that faithful, I guess, especially after the first one. Mm-hmm. But this, he was so vengeful. He so wasn't vengeful,
3: but then he then he'll change his mind halfway yeah, through. I yeah, get- no, it's it's all. I feel often. I I don't know how many script writers they have on this these kind of films. Mm. Maybe it's only one, and I I've misread this. But I think they get different. Maybe they had Paul Hogan briefly. <laughs> they see. I think they get different scriptwriters to write each scene, and then you yeah. just smash them together. It feels like that. I don't think I don't think there's any call for like continuity throughout the whole film it's just we put all the scenes together we have x number of minutes we have certain action beats every 10 minutes there's action and then it's done yeah and people will be fine
2: with that (laughs) that'll do yeah that'll do exactly what about the um the decepticons
3: though uh well
2: the main guy gunface yeah i know his name's locked down i'm not not calling that
3: uh i think they did i liked his design i think his design is pretty good again there's not a lot of elements of his vehicle mode in his in the mm. humanoid mode, which kind of disappoints me. Yeah. But yeah, I thought they'd done some. They'd done a, a bit to make him more distinctive than a lot of the old, than a lot of the Transformers from the previous films, like, like the gun coming out of his face. Well, the gun certainly coming out of his face. Although you never see a full body shot of him doing that. Okay. Like it's yeah. always it's always like shoulders up. Yeah. But I think it's because that word. looks ridiculous. It does. Like You're... if you saw a man, if you saw a robot with a gun, like standing with a gun coming out of his face, you'd like that. It's ridiculous. Makes me laugh. But... That's
2: a little bit galvatron that as well, isn't it? Because mm. he turns into like a turret-y kind of yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And speaking of oh, let's get to that later. Okay, it's kind of a spoiler. It is. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea he was in that. Well, but we'll talk about that later. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna note that down. Okay. Because I'm gonna forget if okay. I don't. Okay. Um. Yeah. What about the humans? You got your Mark Wahlbergs. You sure do. Okay. I'll also, uh, as we talk about this, I'm gonna refer to
3: these characters as Mark Wahlberg. The girl and the boyfriend. It's not. It's not anything. Not against, Irish, Charlébo. Whatever. It's not. It's not anything against their characters. It's just I don't have the brain space yeah. to learn new character names from Transformers films and have them stick in there and like push out stuff like where I left my keys and stuff. Absolutely. Where did I put my keys? Do you know? Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. I think I left them in the cinema. <laughs> oh well, doesn't matter. But anyway, yeah. Um, you did run. Look, here. they're they're fine. <laughs> yeah. We've got we've got Wahlberg. We've got the Michael Bay girl character. Yeah. This isn't a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Because it's irrelevant to the plot, and we're can get we going to get to later scenes that could have been cut out because they're irrelevant to the plot. Sure. But there's a scene, so Mark Wahlberg's the dad. He's like an inventor. He's a wacky inventor. He's an American
2: inventor. American inventor. Texas.
3: There's, there's some missing backstory to this character, though, because there's a lot of, like, he's got a lot of, like, logos for his company, like something, something robotics and whatever. That's like, true. Like, did he own a robotics company at one point?
2: Or did he always he's... work out of his garage? Yeah, yeah.
3: Anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway... So he's he's an American inventor. Uh he's got a 17-year-old daughter. Yes. Who's who we find out soon cuz it's not really a spoiler mm. that he's that she's dating a 20-year-old uh, guy. guy. And there's an entire scene where all three of them have an argument over whether or not it's legal for those two to date. And it ends with the boyfriend producing from his wallet a card <laughs> With the relevant legal statute in Texas that enables him to have sex with her. Why, Why is this that in is, the film? I, I have I, two theories. I did think that. I'm glad I, you brought this I up. because I have two theories on this, that. right? One is that, like, Michael Bay likes two things in his films. He likes escalation, like he likes the action to be bigger every time. Yep. And he likes barely legal tale. right? He likes those <laughs> two things. And I think what happened. Theory one is he's combined those two things and he's gone, you know what? We've had some barely legal chicks in these films in the past. What we're going to do is we're going to have a chick who is so barely legal that in certain states she's in fact illegal. And it's only due to some this dude finding some legal loopholes that he can bang this Which chick. Which he carries with him. How is How awesome is that? Right. That's theory number one. Or theory number two is one of the producers on the film has a kid who is 17 and dating a 20-year-old or 20 and dating a 17 year old and all his friends are like tutting and being like what are you doing here what is this what's the deal here with your kid dating this other kid it's weird and he's like no no it's illegal it's legal in certain states and they're like whatever man you're an irresponsible parent and he's like you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna find the relevant legislation and i'm gonna insert it into a multi-billion dollar movie into a movie that already goes for 165 yeah, that'll, minutes that'll tr- that'll show you guys so they're my two theories, because otherwise, completely irrelevant and a waste of time. I went in this movie <laughs> with, I would say, the lowest expectations I've had for a movie <laughs> since uh, for the first, uh, Fantastic Four Two, oh, yeah. was the Silver Surfer, which was terrible, and I was pleasantly surprised, if only because
2: there was that cloud at the
3: end. Yeah, because it was a cloud, and it was so much better, seemingly, than the first one, which is absolutely terrible. I, after the first Fantastic Four movie, I thought. Well, this is it for superhero movies.
2: You, like, you went to sh- the roof. You yeah. were going to jump. I was going to jump.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then, in this movie, this, the first maybe 20 minutes of Transformers, I'm like, oh, this is pretty, this is fun. That's
2: exactly what I thought. This is
3: kind of fun. And then, all the Michael Bay stuff happened. And then... The human like, character
2: is definitely better than the other yeah, yeah. ones, right? Yeah, and then, and then yeah. it
3: just sort of settled in, and I'm like, oh, I'm in for another 145 minutes of this. And at that point, all my all the goodwill was slowly sapped away until we got to the end, and I'm like, well, this isn't very good. <laughs> it's better. What would you say? Well, we'll get to it at the end. It's all okay, right. We'll sure. talk about yeah, it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: But what you're about to say, I, I agree with yeah, you. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, right. What about the comic relief? T.J. Miller. I love T.J. Miller. Yeah. And they, he was okay with what he was given.
3: Yes. Could we, actually, uh, so Lindsay Ellis, who is the nostalgia chick, Okay. Uh, maker of funny videos on the internet. She posted before she went in to see Transformers mm. Four. She posted Michael Bay Bingo, okay. which is where you, you cross off all the things that are going to happen in a Michael Bay film, and one of them uh well, we've got beloved character actor humiliated. We can get to that. That that happens to a degree. Um, uh, da, da, da,
2: da, da, da. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf.
3: <laughs> Actually, you were talking. We'll talk about that later. But we're talking about um. Like comedic actors, mm. well loved comedic actors doing very little. Yeah, in these being films. very underused. Alan yeah, yeah, Tudic. Alan Tudyk. Alan uh, Tudyk. Ken
2: Jong. Yep. Um, what's his name? Nine Sweaters Guy. Andy, Andy Daly. Daly.
3: Yep. So in this one, we have TJ Miller, yeah. who does some good stuff with what he does. He's great. Yeah. Um, and we also had Thomas Lennon as the. I didn't recognize him. The, yeah. The, the mustachioed sort of president's aide to the uh, chief of staff of the president. He doesn't have a lot to do in that. He
2: didn't. He mustn't have done anything because I didn't notice him at all. Did he joke? Yeah, he appears, he's
3: talking with Kelsey Grammer in an early scene, and then he has a phone conversation with him later.
2: Doesn't matter. Oh, of course he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We he's...
3: also had an inexplicable cameo, and I'm not sure why. You may or may not recognize this guy, but one of the scientists later on in the film is played by uh, internet personality Kasim G. I don't know you Recognize him. that guy? He makes no. funny internet videos. Okay. Which makes me wonder why we weren't in it. <laughs> I mean, sure.
2: We... Don't don't live in
3: America. And look, we, you know...
2: And I've never appeared in a video.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Neither of you. No, but it's, uh, you know, little points there.
2: Okay, what are we up to? Well, I think that's, that's the whole thing about Michael Bay covering every demographic. Yep. Right? Yeah, I guess like so, yeah. you've got every like you've got genuinely good comedians. You got action stars. You have got hot chicks. You got robots. Yeah, yeah. You got the Chinese make whatever. You yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into the spoilers though, Mason. Okay, let's talk spoilers. because who cares? Yeah, yeah. The story, right? So basically, it boiled down to they had to get a space seed, which would turn the tide of the war. Yeah, so it's which exactly is everything the else. Every, it's every other film. The, yeah,
3: there's a thing that characters have to carry around. The human characters have to carry it around. Yep. Uh, there's a there's at the end, there's Transformers battling Transformers and. In the city.
2: And there's also a fist fight between two humans. Yes. Yeah. Intercut with scenes of government boardrooms and. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's what, a lot of that, yeah. And whatever, yeah. That, as far as the action goes, did you think it was an improvement? As good, the same, who cares, robot dinosaurs? The same, and who cares? Yeah.
3: Um, People are going to be. People are very disappointed, I think, that. The Dinobot's got so little screen 20 time. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
2: yeah. I remember I looked at my watch when they came on. And... <laughs> you were
3: no. looking at your watch a
2: lot. Oh, I shit. certainly was. Yeah.
3: The storyline makes very little to no sense. Uh, I don't think Michael Bay understands how to do a, a reveal, mm. like a, or a twist or anything like no. that. No. So, was there uh, a reveal in this? Well, my, I'm thinking because you know there's Stanley Tucci's character, beloved yeah. uh, character actor, humiliated. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he. <laughs> His company builds the new transformers, yeah, because they find the transformium. They sure do to, to do that. And we'll talk. Do you want to talk about the transformium effect?
2: Absolutely, it's terrible, right? It's garbage. Right? It's garbage. Unnecessarily yes. bad. Yeah, yeah. And it is that a cost-cutting thing? You mentioned that before. It the might. Show. I don't
3: know, but I, I would assume he has unlimited money at this point. So yeah. why? I don't know though. Um, Uh this 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 is going to go all over the place. I think. Um, but like. All the previous three films, Michael Bay has had sort of unrestricted access to military equipment. Yeah, because and I, as I understand it, in in exchange for a positive portrayal of the military,
1: mm.
3: which which is fine because you know all the, you know you, you you depict the soldiers as being brave and whatever, which they are obviously. Yeah. But in exchange for that sort of thing, like a positive uh, reinforcement of that, he gets like free access to military vehicles and stuff like that. He mm. he has to pay for the fuel or whatever. Yeah but he just gets them for free. Yeah. And, if, and there wasn't any of that in this no. film. Well, which may, maybe he is hurting for money in this one. Like, maybe they... Oh, well, yeah, it's possible. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, there was enough money with product placement, though. I yeah, mean, good point. I want to talk about that okay, later, right, We'll talk about Okay, I'm
3: so sure. anyway. uh, Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a cost-cutting measure, but, yeah, this new Transformer effect, I guess they had to show
2: somehow that they were better than the original Transformers. Well, the, but they're not. no. As shown. Yeah, but also because yeah. they, they break into little cubes and like webs, like yeah, a yeah. grid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kind of spin around and, and form whatever. But even though they weren't in a solid form, you could still kill them. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd imagine to me if they could do that, there'd be like a T1000 situation where you punch him and it just goes straight through and then yeah, they yeah. reform. They were no better than.
3: Then They could sort of float around a bit. Yeah. But that was, yeah. They would, they go down just as easily as all the sort of. Decepticon drones in all the previous,
2: yeah. Um, so I guess they had numbers on their side, but yeah. other than that.
3: But I'm, we're, we're talking. If we, when I say he doesn't know how to do a, a plot reveal, mm. I'm thinking about Megatron's return as Galvatron,
2: because <laughs> what was the first one of the first things you said when he returned? I am Galvatron. Amazing, right?
3: Right, exactly. Because that's a clever <laughs> nod to the first film where Megatron was thawed out of ice and said, "I am Megatron." <laughs> how great is that? But anyway, so we <sighs> see, we see. The, this new transform being built, yeah, and it's clearly Megatron. Yes. and he's like, "Why does it keep sort of resolving as Megatron?" Yeah, because it's Megatron. Because you've
2: downloaded Megatron's, Megatron's mind,
3: <laughs> you know that's what's happening. If you'd have to be an idiot not to know that, and that's and you'd have to be an idiot to go into this film and not expect Megatron to re, to like take over and, and yeah. make a reappearance. Like you wouldn't put that in. So why? It surely it would make more sense for them to build their new Transformer based on Optimus Prime. And it looks like Optimus Prime, except it's grey and white. And you people would look at that and go, oh, they're building their own Optimus Prime. And us nerds would go, oh, they're building Ultra Magnus. Okay. And then we'd be like, oh, that's maybe, maybe they'll send him out to fight Optimus Prime and then they'll he'll change his mind and they'll team up or whatever. Mm. And then he changes into the truck and they're like, oh, here we go. And then he goes out to battle, and then he transforms, and it's Megatron, and we're like, it's Megatron twist. And then he's like, I am Galvatron, and we're like, it's Galvatron double twist. <laughs> but that, but would that would that
2: would be better, right? Is Absolutely, yeah. that would have been amazing. Yeah, but the, I was edge of my seat then when you were describing yeah, that. So.
3: But also, and I think we mentioned this last time when you said when we were talking about Transformers last week, you said, are you looking forward to maybe there being Galvatron in the next movie? And I was like, well, not really, because. Galvatron and Megatron in the cartoons look quite different. Yeah. And they're quite distinct. But Megatron is just like a generic kind of sort of pseudo-organic robot guy. Oh, like in, the, does, movies talking, in sorry, the movies you're talking, sorry. In the movies, he's just a robot. Yeah. And in this one, he's a robot. Galvatron's just a robot, but he's a slightly different colour.
2: Yeah, not voiced by Hugo Weaving. Because he's in the bad books now. Oh, is he really? they got Frank Welker. Oh, Frank Welker, the original. There you go. Well, it doesn't
3: matter because he said like two words. Irrelevant. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, it's nice to see Peter Cullen and Frank Welker finally working together again. Together at
2: last. I mean, they didn't really speak to one another and I assume they were in separate recording booths, but whatever. (laughs) Did you enjoy the twist though that Galvatron didn't have a soul because they have souls now for some reason. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: I love that bit where Optimus Prime's like, yeah, I keep all my energy and my memories... Or whatever in my chest and Mark Wahlberg goes we call that a soul like is that is that what we call a soul like your all memories, your memories your memories in your brain Mark Wahlberg <laughs> <laughs> so you keep those I think though and don't take this as praise okay the comedy was the comedy was better
3: uh yeah okay yeah I think T. less
2: kind of like there were racial stereotypes yep but there were less racial That's stereotypes of Bingo, yeah. yeah like uh, I like TJ Miller and and even like Stanley Tucci, there were moments where I'm like, okay, the Tucci, yeah. you're giving this the golden Tucci, and we appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Golden Tucci, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I think you came up with did that, I? but uh, yeah, yeah, well, it <laughs> is good. It's real good. <laughs> like that, that, that I thought was better. Like there yeah. wasn't like little robots humping the leg of Megan Fox and Transformers peeing on. I, yes. know, I, I like like John Turturro, for example. Tuturo, how do you yeah. say that? He's great. Suits, yeah. and he's very funny. Yeah. And seen Big Lebowski or any number of films, he's uh-huh. good. A complete pain in the ass in the Transformers yes. movie. Like, unwatchable dickhead. And right? and
3: a, a, one of those characters where you're like, how did you get into the
2: position you're in?
3: How did you get into a high-level...
2: Three times, okay? Yeah. First one, he's a high-level government agent. Second level, he runs a falafel place yep. with his mother. Third level, he's a billionaire for no reason? Right, right, right. Like... It... Mm. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, the comedy was better... But not good. So. No, not, no, no. Yeah. As I said, do not take that Speaking as Speaking TJ praise.
3: Miller, Michael Bay Bingo, named character killed, their friend's
2: reaction is dismissive shrug. Right? <laughs> Pretty much covers it. Was he turned into... Also, yes. here's a question for you. Gun so radius. basically, at the start of the movie, and I want to ask about this later, the aliens drop bombs which turns the things into metal, which yep. you can then make Transformers into. Uh-huh. And that killed the dinosaur. Yep. So in that, let's say, one kilometre square radius where they drop those bombs... Yep. that killed the dinosaurs, did it? No, they, they? dropped
3: all, they went, I think it's implied they went around the whole world.
2: Then why are there only limited supplies of this transformium then? Don't know. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise they would have had to blanket the earth with it. Because it was just... It only covered specific areas. It didn't kick up dust, a dust cloud that block the sun or anything. Uh-huh. I'm not saying the movie's stupid, Mason, but... <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I think it's implied that... I, I would suggest that... And I don't want to be apologetic for a Michael Bay film... But yeah. I think maybe they dropped enough to more or less blanket the Earth or do enough to kill the ecosystem, and that uh, killed all the dinosaurs. Okay, yeah. fine, whatever.
2: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, I thought also yes. the plot was incredibly convoluted.
3: There was, at least, I think they they had enough plots for two movies. Yeah. Or maybe the, I think they had enough plot for two two thirds of movies. Okay, yeah. And they yep. them together. That's why it's yeah, so yeah.
2: long. And because it's kind of like the bad guy is Kelsey Grammer, who's employing Gunface to hunt the Transformers. But he's also employing Stanley Tucci to make other Transformers, but little does Stanley Tucci know he's building Galvatron. Also, they name him Galvatron, and Megatron then just goes along with it. He goes, well...
3: Like Megatron would... No, seriously, I'm Megatron. (laughs) Remember that last time when I said I'm Megatron?
2: You're right. (laughs) That was for reals. Yeah. That wasn't no jokes. No foolings. Yeah. So, like, and too many villains, I didn't didn't care for that at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I did like? Yes. The alien spaceship was an interesting design on the inside. It kind of reminded me of the alien movie. Right, okay, yeah. And I thought that was okay. Mm. And it was nice to see something that wasn't a desert or a city or a farm.
3: I think it was interesting. One positive of this film was it sort of gave us a look at this wider universe. Yep. Like we know there's alien creatures out there now. Yeah. We know that we... I thought it was quite confusing where... Uh, lockdown wants to needs to capture optimus prime yeah. and optimus prime's this lockdown's like your creators want you back and yes. it seemed to imply that optimus prime had different creators to everybody else but i think it's i think what they're they're saying is it's the creators of the transformers overall what you specifically Yeah, specifically back. they want you back optimus prime because he, he didn't say our creators no uh, he just that's said, true yeah Confusing. It's a really good point. It is a really good point. I make lots of good points.
2: That yeah. gun face has certainly got a lot going on beneath that gun face, has yeah. not it? <laughs> right. a yeah, a lot of levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the bit at the end where Optimus Prime flies off? For no, yeah, like sometimes Pucci he can style. fly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like sometimes he can in, fly.
3: Sometimes he can fly, <laughs> he can fly and because he got like jetpack bits in. Yeah, that's what two he needed. <sighs> yeah,
2: that's
3: what he. But he now he can just fly. That probably would have come in handy. I'll tell you what. at certain points during the film
2: I mean the only thing I could think of was oh he can only kind of fly directly up with that
3: right but he can fly far enough to go into space so so. weird
2: he just took off he's just like well I'm going now yeah and he left
3: yeah yeah (laughs) like
2: Like, another thing that that kind of is a missed opportunity in these movies there's no Autobot ship or anything an ark or something or ark exactly exactly.
3: they're all just driving around the desert all the time (laughs) You're right. I was thinking that as well. Like in the cartoons, there's an art. The crashed spaceship is in the side of a mountain. Yeah. They can sort of hang out there.
2: And it stays there for like millions of years or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then the computer finally yeah, yeah. boots Just it up does or whatever. Stuff, yeah. But yeah. The Dinobots though. Yes. First of all, I didn't like the design of any of them. No, neither all. And wanted. incredibly un- underused. And that whole thing was incredibly unsatisfying and boring. Yes. Like by that point, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Though to be fair. Yes. I said to myself before going in this. Look. I'm going to I'm going to leave if this just keeps going on. Yep. I'll just leave. I don't have to sit here. Right, right, right. I've never left anything before, uh-huh. but towards the end I'm like, okay, I'll I'll just I'll just sit this out.
3: Interesting you say that. There's a, an Australian film critic his name's Luke Buckmaster yeah. and
2: he wrote a review
3: of Transformers and basically he said, "Okay, I'm going to He's like, okay, at the start of this review, I'm going to I set a rule for myself if I'm not if I'm not grabbed by this film, in 90 minutes, I'm going to leave. Yeah. Because 90 minutes should be enough for an action film. Yeah. And he said, okay, and also at the end of this review, I'm going to reveal, like, a, there's a twist at the end of this review. And he, he says the review, and okay, and here's the action, and here's the plot, and blah, 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 whatever. And he gets to the end of the review, and he's like, okay, here's the twist. I wrote this review before I saw the film. And I'm like, and, and he's like, okay... Had I gone to see the film and it was any different from what I said, I would have thrown it away and rewritten the review. <laughs> but I didn't because it was exactly the same as I predicted. So, That's amazing. So here it is, yeah.
2: Well, Red Leader Media did an interesting thing this week. Uh-huh. No. They sat down... We and should
3: they... have a segment where better people than us just do stuff. <laughs> we'll just say what better people than us did.
2: They set up three, the three Transformers movies uh-huh. and watched them at the same time. Yeah. And it's amazing. How many of them are still alive? <laughs> It's pretty much, it's only a 10 minute video, uh-huh. which is great, but yeah, you can see that it's really like wearing them down towards the end. Uh-huh. And it, it, you see at the end, they also get longer because the first one finishes, then the second one finishes, and the third one is still, still going. Still going, yep. But like, it, they line up in the sense of, the scenes nearly line up exactly where this is the military bit. Yep. This is the introducing the Charlotte Booth character bit. This is the first time we see the Autobots. Like, it lines up. Right, right, yeah. So, and I, they, they clearly didn't break that formula at the no. end. No,
3: why would they? they made a billion dollars or whatever. I'm trying to think
2: of the other movies. Where's there's a scene where it says you can, it's okay to bang like an underage girl. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
3: it's just the one, I think. Yeah. This is their, this is their new innovation.
2: Did you like the Dinobots? I'm sorry to keep coming back to it, but I'd love to, cause I remember you were like, oh, cool, Dinobots, I'm back in or whatever. You mentioned that.
3: Yeah, no, not real. I mean,
2: They didn't say Grimlock. Nobody said Grimlock. You're right. I didn't know that pterodactyl, two-headed thing was supposed to be the one from the show. There was a two-headed one, two-headed flying one. Yeah, I don't think it was swoop. Swoop? I don't
3: think it's supposed to be swoop. I think it had a different name
2: in the film. None of them are anything. Yeah, none of them
3: are anything exactly, and they were largely unnecessary. They didn't really do anything. Um, how
2: long were they on that ship for?
3: Yeah, just hanging out exactly. Like
2: a long time, right?
3: But all and also. We never like. We see Grimlock right at the start. We see him dug out of the ice.
2: Is that Grimlock? Is it okay?
3: Well, it must be because it's the Tyrannosaurus Rex
2: one. I sh- no, be- no, because that was at the start, and then he was on the ship at the end. Right. So, so, so we th- never see. What I happen- thought I thought it was Grimlock, but then I thought that was just a skeleton that had been turned to bones and whatever. No, but
3: he somebody the the. Archaeologist bangs on it with a hammer. Yeah, because he got hit with
2: the Uh, the metal thing. Maybe okay. And he's way too small to be Grimlock, right? Okay.
3: All right. Well, that was confusing. Yeah, it was confusing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I agree. Okay. All right. But yeah, they were on the ship for a really long time. Uh, It doesn't really explain why they have dinosaur forms.
2: Nope. At all. Yeah. I mean, and and the thing about the they don't make sense the Dinobots because they transform. Their disguise is to transform into a creature that is extinct. But a metal version of that. Correct. Yes. So you got two things there that don't. Yep. That don't work. But anyway, whatever. Uh-huh. Who were the aliens at the start, though? Who were they? I, was that supposed to be the people who make? Well, who hang out in Unicron or whatever. Okay.
3: Well, okay. So the cartoon origin of the Transformers is that there are these aliens called the Quintessons, Who, you, if you recall, in the Transformers animated movie, three faces. Yeah, they've got the three, four faces, and they spin around. Yeah. They might. They might also be different. Like they might have different. Attitudes, for, yeah, different attributes or whatever. Like they attitudes, attitudes yeah, good point. <laughs> there might be, there might be different like species of them. Like there might be like more humanoid versions. So in the cartoon ver- uh, universe, millions of years ago, what the quintessons were, like whatever species they were, millions of years ago, created the Transformers. Uh, the Autobots were like consumer goods. To like transform into like construction vehicles and whatever, uh, okay. and the Decepticons were military like product. So the idea was that pride,
2: could... Prime was like an oven.
3: Yeah, he was an oven exactly. Yeah, <laughs> there was a uh, there were ovens, table tennis tables, <laughs> other things. Anyway, so but basically, at some point, they all rebelled. Yeah, and then they you know Split. broke control and they went to side. Then truck. one
2: was purple and one was not purple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's okay.
3: why. All the Decepticons can fly regardless yeah. of what they transform into and none of the Autobots and so, only some of the Autobots can fly. Only Except for, in the cartoon, uh, though. Yeah. And for Optimus Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime, yeah.
2: Well the, the the they can't fly in the movies though. The Decepticons. No. No. Not in unless they change form. So
3: I'm assuming that this is the like who's I don't know, I mean people are gonna accept a lot of ridiculousness from the Transformers movies, but I don't know if sure. they're gonna accept the giant's four headed spinny things. So uh, I'm going to say that the this is the movie's version of the quintessence. Okay. They created and blah blah
2: blah. They got out of control. I remember those from the movie. Yeah. yeah, They were like, Ah, guilty. On the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Well, I'm glad I wrote that down. I was hoping yeah, yeah. you could answer that. When mm. we talk product placement? I made some notes in the cinema. You're not supposed to do that on your phone, but I did it. Anyway. I don't think anybody yeah. cares. Gives a shit. I'm sure yeah. there were a lot of people texting. These are some of the things I picked up on. Only some. Okay. The Victoria's Secret bus. Yes, it's something
3: that that is that feels very cynical to me. Like we'd reach the point of the film where it's like you you brought your girlfriend. She's going to be real bored at this point. She's going to want anything to distract her from this nonsense, and we know it's nonsense. So let's uh, just throw in that let's just throw in the words Victoria's Secret, so (laughs) she can think about buying fancy underpants while you concentrate on robot dinosaurs blowing stuff up.
2: That makes perfect sense. No, I think so. It is. It's very much catering. It tries to cater to everybody that, in that way. And, yeah, and and it works in the lowest possible I guess. way. Yeah, in the lowest possible way. Yeah. Mm. Um. There was also an Oreo, Oreo robot. It was. Yeah. For no reason. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> There's also that Sahura Su- milk. It's in Ken Jong drinks it in the second one. He's in the elevator. And it's like it's like a Prima. I don't think they call them Primas in the US. Like a juice box. Like a juice box. Sorry, yep. we call them Primas here. Um. Of like. Japanese or Chinese milk, I don't know. Like,
3: like a like a coconut water,
2: maybe? I think it might be something like that. I am no. not sure. Look it up, it's fine. <laughs> but there's a bit where the Don't to- look it
3: up, then you're falling right into
2: their hands. <laughs> good point. Don't look it up. Uh there's a bit where the tooch runs to the roof uh-huh. to escape after there's that, that fight. And that he opens a fridge and there's He opens a fridge and he grabs one out and he drinks it and he's kinda like, This is pretty, mm, good. pretty good. And then it cuts away and it cuts back. And he's still drinking it. Like, he's just holding it. <laughs> right. Just enjoying and then it.
3: And then it pans out and he's just littered with boxes around him. He's like, drunk, like 10.
2: <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Uh-huh. And there's also a bit where the guy...
3: Speaking of that, there's a, there's a scene in, the, in that film, in, during that point, where... If we're talking about dumb stuff in films. Where, yes. Where, like, three people get into the... Four people get in the elevator... And they're like, there's too much weight. We can't go down. And so Mark Warburg has to get out and defend his family or whatever. Because of look, the biceps. Right, because of the biceps. B- <laughs> and then the elevator goes down and you clearly see a sign. It says maximum weight, nine persons. Like, <laughs> I didn't know Like that. 380 kilograms or whatever.
2: So it's the biceps, It's the man. biceps, you're right. Yeah. And this ties into the next thing I'm saying. Okay. There's a bit where Mark Warburg says to the girl or oh, his daughter, whatever we're well, we deciding we're we'll calling her, it doesn't matter. It's only one girl. Her boyfriend. Yep. A lot of people hate that guy as well. Like he didn't do much. He didn't do much, but I, I didn't find him offensive. I thought
3: the the car chase, in, the first car chase room was quite was quite excellent. Like, yeah, it was sure. Very tense. Me too. too. Yeah. I
2: thought that was good. And T.J. Miller was saying music things. He sure the was. Whole time. Yeah. But where Mark Wilber goes, go get the go steal the essentials because we're gonna do this. Uh-huh. And the guy brings back protein powder. Uh huh. And Mark Wahlberg goes, What'd you bring protein powder for or whatever? Yeah. And then later uh-huh. you see Mark Wahlberg drinking like he, he puts the protein powder in a thing and he and he's drinking protein uh-huh. powder. Like, like that's that's, that's amazing, amazing, right? Yeah, We've never yeah, had yeah. that before. Yeah. Because if you want to be as buff as Mark Wahlberg.
3: Protein powder at all times. Get whatever yeah.
2: kind of that was just uh-huh. phenomenal to me. I don't have any more that I can think of on the top of my head.
3: There was a, there was a Bud leak. They're crashing on a Bud Light of truck course. at one point, yeah.
2: And he cracks a beer on the door? Yeah, the door. guys, yeah. Yeah.
3: That's one of those, where if we're talking humour, and the humour in this that you love so much, <laughs> there's the point where the spaceship crashes on the guy's car and he's like, I hope you've got insurance. That's not... No one would ever say that. No. Yeah. They'd be
2: like, holy shit, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Or what just What's happened? What's this spaceship? Is it a yeah. spaceship?
3: <laughs> Are you filming a terrible movie with giant robots and, the, and the, the props falling down on my car?
2: I mentioned this all. I did a review of this, Mason, as well. Uh-huh. It's, it's fine. Check it out or don't. This is clearly aimed... At, not to. I'm not saying this is to the detriment, but it's aimed at the Chinese market yes. in a big way, which a lot of movies are. We talked about this before. Uh-huh. Um, Iron Man 3 has a deleted scene, which is specifically only shown in China. And Where he just hangs out in China. He's like, this yes. is great. <laughs> so much to see and do and there's an act there's Chinese actors and whatever that they bring into Iron Man 3 in just that bit but that I found that very noticeable in this it didn't break the movie because
3: there was, are clearly some Chinese pop stars in a car yeah exactly and yeah. I
2: actually I looked that up he's apparently a very famous guy whatever yeah of course, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a scene uh, where that guy in the elevator must have been somebody right yeah the, who, like who, does, the, who does, the,
3: yeah, does the martial arts on, on the on the bad guys yeah. the girl
2: who the Tooch loves yeah, yeah. she was the, she was blinking in, X-Men, in X-Men, yeah, so yeah yeah I mean, it's. It, I can understand it. It's a. It's a, It's an enormous market, hmm. but it's just. It's very. It's interesting work.
3: that she. She is a character in these films. She's a female character who isn't completely useless, like or annoying or annoying. But at the same time, it's. It's kind of a cop out when there's a female character and she's like a tough take charge character. But that's only because she punches people. Yeah. Like that's not like you know you you, you think of like, Shrek. Movie Shrek. you yeah, were sure. constantly think of the movie Shrek.
2: And hey Prince, now! An I can
3: and there's Princess Fiona's this, and she's supposed to be, you know, she's this damsel in distress, but she's also, I'm a kick ass character. But that's just because she, she can do slow mo Matrix Kung Fu. Like, not everybody has to know slow mo Matrix Kung Fu. You can be a powerful, strong character and just and do other
2: stuff. Sure. Anyway. Like ironing. Is like that what you want oh, to
3: That's say? exactly what I mean, yes. <laughs>
2: so, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Really good point. Mm. Now, before we get onto our rating, Mason. I've got here questions for Mason.
3: Actually, can we do. Did you note down scenes? Oh, sorry. No, we missed right. that. We missed it. Yep. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna... Scenes
2: to cut out. Yeah. Talk about some, this.
3: Let's talk about some scenes. This is what I want to talk about the scenes that you could have cut out of the film to trim down the running time that would not affect the plot at all any time. All the point. Dinobots. Yeah, all the. Di- <laughs> exactly. What was that? Um, can you go back? There was a scene that you were just talking about. That I think they could have cut out.
2: Uh, I've got here. Give me your iPad for a second. All the product placements. Yeah, okay. They could have cut that out, <laughs> but, right. but do because there's
3: money to be made. Um, no, I missed it, but that's fine. Uh, okay, so one of the things you just said earlier. Uh, okay, so uh, the 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 statutory scene, the yep, age absolutely. of consent scene, take it out. Completely irrelevant. Just make her eighteen. Yeah. There's no. There's Doesn't difference. No and
2: she, so I think she's like nineteen in real life. Right. So, so just make her nineteen. It's yeah. fine.
3: The Scene where lockdown powers up the giant magnet in his ship and okay. su- starts sucking everything up, and then dropping it after a while. Yep. Completely unnecessary. We've already, we've already had so much action at that point. Just get And also, that was stopped when somebody fired a missile into it. There's no reason they couldn't have done that right at the start, because it's a magnet. It would have attracted the missile. Yes. All you needed. All you could have done. All you needed to do to get rid of that. Well, the, the only reason that happened is because they needed to shoot down Lockdown's ship so Lockdown and Optimus Prime could fight, right? Cuffs. Yeah. So what you have to do is say, oh, your ship's got a force field. We've all got these big guns. We need a really big gun to shoot it down. Then the Dinobots show up and one of them's like, hey, I've got this really big gun. Do you need it for anything? And they shoot down the ship. And they're like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> one minute that would have taken. Really so good point. Chop that out. Also, uh, early on in the film, there's a scene where Mark Wahlberg... And the boyfriend and Bumblebee drive into KSI, the the company, yep. to get the car scanned.
2: Yeah, there's a weird, there's heist no, bit.
3: Sorry? Sort of, it's a heist bit. Yeah, it's a heist bit. It's completely unnecessary because all they right, they they bring it in. All they all that happens is Bumblebee gets mad in a weird adolescent way. Yeah, it is replacement. He pushes it over. Does he have a child's brain? I think he might. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mark Wahlberg snoops around a bit. They catch him. They find out that the Autobots are being melted down to create Transformium. Yeah. The Autobots get mad like children. They sh- run in, they cause a ruckus, and then there's a chase scene. You need to get to the chase scene. It's really easy. You cut out all of that. You have them... They've got the little drone. Yeah. You fly it into the air vent. You have it go down into the science bit. It sees that there's... You know, Autobots. Autobots, and whatever. And Autobots. <laughs> Autobots get mad, drive in there... Cause a ruckus chase scene.
2: But then no humans. Doing stuff.
3: Doesn't matter. Chop that out. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Chop it out. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's 10 minutes. Well, this movie's 11 minutes longer than the last one. Yeah. And the last one went for a very long time. It's still going.
3: The first showing of Transformers 3 is
2: still going in cinemas. God. Yeah. The more I think about this, the angrier I get. I know, right? Because when I came out, I was kind of like indifferent. I'm like, I just... I think because I'd seen it, I'd be like, that was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. But anyway, questions for Mason, Mason. Okay, I'm ready. What What did you think of Optimus Prime's line at the end when he said to Mark Wahlberg, every time, and I wrote this down exactly, Uh every time you look to the stars, think of one of them as my soul. Dumb. That's terrible, right? It's really terrible, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think they killed off TJ... D- did you like, sorry? Did you like how they killed off TJ Miller and later included a near identical scientist character? Do you think they did that because it would be confusing if there were two guys who were a little bit overweight with beard and long hair? Yes, I actually Did yeah. you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, the British yeah. guy. Yeah. Wasn't it lucky that Mark Wahlberg's daughter had a boyfriend who raced cars? <laughs> that
3: was very convenient, yeah. But I mean that's I guess their target market. Loves cars, right?
2: Well, you're trying to get that sweet, fast and the furious. Yeah, yeah, crowd yeah. You, in, don't you, know? want,
3: you don't want him to be a regular guy.
2: Do you notice how that guy was great under pressure when driving a car, but couldn't do anything else? That's true. Like, literally anything else. And also, else.
3: I thought because there was a line in there, they're, <laughs> drive, they're all driving about, yeah. and he's like, I'm, be, I'm driving so amazing today, I don't even understand. I assumed that the reveal would be that his car is a transformer.
2: Ah, uh, and then it'd be yeah. like,
3: but it wasn't. No, it like was a he, fake out. I thought they was a that car. fake out, just a dumb fake out.
2: <laughs> I thought that car was a transformer. Me too, until it was a, like when it, it turned out. up. Until he, yeah, yeah. Notice how he drove up in that ditch and he hit the guys in the face with his tires. Yeah, they died. That's some preci- they, precision. Precision.
3: Bro- their necks got broken. <laughs> Did he didn't really know that they were the bad guys at that point. No, <laughs> they didn't yeah. know what was up. All
2: he knows is Mark Wahlberg. Had I don't know built a nuclear weapon. though <laughs> exactly, like yeah. Did you like how Mark Wahlberg used a good old-fashioned American football to kill that agent? Oh,
3: how convenient! <laughs> but that is cla- that's classic '80s movie where if you have a skill, set it up at the start. Set it up at the start. No matter how useless it is, right at the end, it's going to come in handy. I've Break been hit dancing with a football. Yeah.
2: You don't fall out a window from it. You, you did though. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: But that's just too. That's a and it was cinema. my birthday. <laughs>
2: oh no. <laughs> Pretty great, okay. Pretty great, okay. Okay, should TJ Miller, the comic relief, when he found beat-up, dirty Optimus Prime, turn to the camera and say, Optimus Prime, more like Optimus Grime? Yes.
3: No, but he didn't know his name. That'd be dumb.
2: Maybe after when he came out. No, I think he should have struck. Like, as soon
3: as they found the truck in the theatre, he should have said, more like Optimus Grime. Turn to the camera. You're right. No, absolutely.
2: One more question, Mason. Okay. Remember that bit in The Alien Ship, where the girl was at the cage. Yep. And there was that alien hanging upside down. Licking and her. Licking her, and it wrapped its tongue around her, and she cut its tongue off. Yep. That, that ship was full of bounties, right? That uh-huh. guy was a bounty hunter. Yep. Do you think there's a chance that that guy could have been, wherever planet he's from, he's the Jesus of that planet? And she just tore off his tongue. Ah. Uh, because he didn't... He wasn't particularly aggressive. Maybe that was a... A ma- like a thing in his culture to be like hello or help me or whatever.
3: I th- you know how in international waters no laws apply. Sure. Like you can kill a guy, you can take, you can go out in a boat, and if somebody gives you trouble, you kill him and it's fine. Cause there's Is no that laws. true? No, kill a- <laughs> But anyway, I think in space it should be double no rules. Okay. If, you know what? If he's Jesus, it's fine. Cut, his his tongue off. Everything's it's fine. She's fine. He's fine. Whatever.
2: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because I thought everybody in that ship was sort of a good guy, right? They could capture, the, like, the dino-bots are kind of no. good guys. Where did they go at the end, the dino-bots?
3: Just wandered off. Just, just probably just
2: underwater. Ran off into the woods?
3: Oh, I reckon, because they were near the water, I reckon they probably just went underwater. Okay. Yeah. That's Mason. an additional question. That wasn't related <laughs> no. to...
2: Questions for me. Any final thoughts, Mason? Ah,
3: uh, <sighs> boy. No, that's it, I think.
2: Well, well, it's time for the rating. Okay. Look, no.
3: it wasn't... It avoided a lot of the problems of the previous ones, There was no racism. There was some racism. (laughs) Uh, There wasn't this military thing where the military are the best all the time, whatever. Hmm. Uh, But I think that that was more accidental than anything else. I think that's more a contract that's broken. These contracts are broken down. Different writers, they just spun the the plot wheel. The characters weren't as annoying. I don't think they spun the plot wheel at all. No, I think the plot wheels (laughs) It came up the same 99% of the time. Uh, Look, I think... It's on par with one. Yep, I'd agree with that. By sheer chance, okay. I think.
2: <laughs> except for the length. Yeah, except for the it, length. It's, yeah, it's yeah. way too long. Yeah,
3: so I would say it's it's on par with...
2: It's better than two and three. Yeah.
3: It's one of the best Transformers movies, but it is not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination.
2: Worst movie ever? Yeah, worst movie ever, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've just got here. Look, like I said, I was going to leave, but I didn't. Great. So that's something. Uh-huh. Uh. If you like the Transformers movies, there's no reason why you wouldn't like this. Correct. Because it's the same thing. And if you hate them, you hate them. But then then again,
3: the Rotten Tomatoes rating is much lower than all the previous ones. It is the lowest. It is the lowest, which means maybe even if you do love all the previous Transformers movies, you're just sick of them. I don't
2: see how you could... Love those ones and not love this one.
3: Right. Okay. Maybe you're just tired of them, though. Maybe you're yeah. Over-loaded. Yeah.
2: Sure. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, yeah, worst movie ever. Fair I didn't. Answer. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Uh-huh. I. I honestly didn't hate it. I know exactly what these things are. Uh-huh. You can see, like a transformer, Mason. You can see the moving parts. Absolutely. You know? Oh, there we go. Thank you very much. Nice. You got anything there you want to add before we? No, are? that'll do it. All right. Well, yeah. look, look <laughs> some people wrote in with some opinions about. I'm ready. Uh, Daniel talk because
3: you wrote a review of. I oh, know. Sorry, oh. this isn't that. This is just okay, people right, have cool. sent in a couple emails. Uh-huh.
2: Daniel Tonks wrote in. He goes, "I just came back from Transformers. I lost my faith in this movie twenty minutes in. There worst, we go. Worst yeah. movie ever." Yeah. Jonathan Boozer says, "The booze. I feel like sometimes we need to sit back and enjoy movies what they are, like giant aliens that turn into vehicles and dinosaurs and fight." Sure, makes a good point. Also, mm. uh, Till Elston said, "I didn't like the Transformium." And the visual effects of blocks changing was a big downgrade from the physical transformations, exactly, which is one of the coolest yeah. parts of the movies. Yeah, yeah, very true. In fact, and
3: it- potentially the only cool part of the movie. If yeah. you think about it,
2: and the interchangeability of the Decepticons was even worse than the previous movies. Mm, that- That's very true as well. My goodness, my goodness, well. I've got a bonus segment to add onto the I'm end ready. To here. I've, uh, I, as you know, I posted in my review and I called it worst movie ever because. Uh, because lockdown wasn't called Gunface. Correct. Yes. Right? <laughs> so I got I got some I got a bit of uh I got a bit of flack for that, Mason. So I thought now's a good opportunity to read some of those. I'm going to call these constructive criticisms that people have given me. I love it. I'm ready this. to listen. So
3: maybe I can also
2: take these on board. <laughs> sure. This is from uh Farid. I I know I should be encouraging um you know people write such nice things and I'm not reading that out. Oh uh, sure. Oh well. You <laughs> win some, you lose some. Yep. Uh, ah, Look, uh, and,
3: you know, what, positive stuff? People are saying positive stuff about you. It's just boasting, really, so. That's true. Yeah.
2: yeah. Good point. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Fareed, uh, Taltio says, this is all caps. So I'm gonna start <laughs> rather tame here. Okay. Uh, Transformers Age of Extinction is the best. All caps, right? Yep. Alex Kramer says, one word. Just says, hater. That's it. You're a hater. <laughs> yes. you, to be fair, you are a hater. Yeah. I am. Uh, Karoz Gaming says, I hated your video. Great. Death by Falling Cats says, I was thinking about subscribing to you, and then you said this. And then Walter Kovacs said, in response to this, said what? And then Caleb Pace 05 chimed in and said, everything he said, he's a dumbass bitch. <laughs> like, seriously, he can suck a donkey dick. Fuck and haters. Great.
3: Haters. I love it. Ultimate <laughs> I've geek. never, I've never, see, I don't know we've, we've, We've taken a lot of shots of this film right here. But ultimately, I don't care. Yeah. Like, my, there's a, a lot of movies out there I love. And if somebody's like, hey, I hate the movie and here's all the reasons. I don't care. Yeah. You're, you're entitled to that. It's fine. Exactly.
2: Irrelevant. Mm. Ultimate Geek Club Gaming Club for fun.
3: Says... <laughs> yep. doesn't matter what he says. It's irrelevant. One word. One
2: word. Um, hey you, it is better than 2 and 3, but I bet the Dinobots will have more screen time in the sequel. Also, fun. fuck off. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Angelo De Jesus says, this, this guy, guy with a gun, gun on his right face is isn't called gunface, Question mark. Are you retard like, or not?
3: Well, are you? <laughs> I don't know. Inappropriate. Inappropriate.
2: Jomar <laughs> Estarella says, hater. 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 People love that word, People don't like they? The, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Hater. I thought hater was like the, I would say hater was like mid. Like, maybe 2005? Okay. Like, I think that was the Sounds like something episode.
2: from a Sum 41 song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hater, shut up, noob. And you haven't seen the movie yet, and I've seen it already. You're a big hater. Don't like you very much. Hater. That's great. R's. That's my fa-
3: That's so far my favourite one. <laughs>
2: that's the last one. That is one. the ultimate insult.
3: <laughs> the ultimate insult, you haven't seen the film. <laughs> but, but I've, I've seen the film. film. Yep, good. Good. <laughs> They're pretty amazing, they are, aren't Yeah, I love they? all those, yeah.
2: That's what that's what I love about doing reviews. I don't yeah. enjoy reviews, but I love the comments. Yeah, yeah. Makes it all worth it, you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well Mason, you know what it's time for. What is it time for? Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> what What's we reading? Oh, okay, great. What we gonna, gonna read? read. Okay. I'm doing a thing. what? Well,
3: I'll start uh, two things because we're talking about lovable character actors who we get, we get no screen time, and no chance to do nothing. <laughs> the Tooch! The Tooch, for example. I don't have a Tooch example, but here's a couple Devil of recommendations. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy Lucky A. Lucky number slender. Yep. Great and easy me. A. Okay. Yeah. Here's, here's one. So, if you go on Vimeo, you can find uh, a, a short film. It's like 25 minutes long uh, from 2010. It's called Successful Alcoholics. It's got uh, mm-hmm. TJ Miller. Yeah. Delightful comedic actor T.J. Miller Cheers. and Lizzie Kaplan and it's about these two people in a relationship, and they're alcoholics, but they're inexplicably successful, and it's comedic but also quite dark in tone. I like it's a, both it's of a those good, people. It's a good watch. It's kind of okay. it's, quite, it's, a little, it's quite dark, especially towards the end. But will it make me feel? Yeah, it might make you feel. Not yeah, watching yeah. it. Okay, done. Yeah. Also, secondarily, because we're talking about Thomas Lennon, Thomas Lennon, comedic actor, also uh, with uh, Robert Ben Garant, who is his co-star in Reno 911. Yes. They're also a writing team, okay. and they've written a lot of films in Hollywood many of which are not good but uh, they have a book out and because I know a lot of our listeners are like aspiring filmmakers and writers and stuff like that they have a book out uh, it's called writing movies for fun and profit how we made a billion dollars at the box office and you can too uh, real book uh, good fun good good read get it on Kindle um and it's kind of it's got a lot of kind of you know top tips and stuff like that for like writing movies in Hollywood you know kind of like your passion projects are not going to make it
2: kind of thing. So Oh wow, okay. Well
3: maybe they will, but it's kinda like if you want to make money, here's here's the
2: tips, you know, you gotta Don't put all your eggs in your passion project. Yeah, yeah, just just
3: kill your darlings. You know, you're gonna submit this script and it's gonna be torn to shreds and here's how to survive that. Kind of thing, and you know, just, uh, and okay. it's, it's super funny. They've got a lot, of, a lot of good examples and stuff like that. So it's not like, stick to your guns. No, it's absolutely not. Follow yeah, your heart. Yeah. But it's, it's good, and it's like, even if you, I'm not interested in filmmaking at all, but it's a fun read. So, okay, cool. uh, and also if you, Thomas Lennon, you know, it's probably not available anymore, but there's a WTF with Mark Maron where he talk, he has a chat with. Thomas Lennon, and they talk about that screenwriting process, and that's super funny. You should all listen to that as well. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon. Good stuff. What about you? What what are you reading? Well, I've got here. Transformers related? Because I'm done with Transformers. Oh, yeah.
2: I've got here. I'm sick of fucking Transformers. (laughs) Great. Just just... type
3: that out on your phone and read it to yourself (laughs) Constantly. (laughs)
2: It burnt me out. Yeah. The movie broke me yeah, yeah yeah. to the point where not that I, I just I don't I just don't care. I read the All Hail Megatron oh, yeah. and I actually got to volume number four and uh-huh. I just stopped. Wow. Uh, this is after I saw the movie. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not. Mm. And it's good. It, it is. But yeah, I'm yeah. just like, I've had enough. Uh-huh. I made three videos on Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a lot of those movies. Uh-huh. I'm done. Yeah. I'm seriously... I'm just done. So The movies have ruined everything else. Well, see, exactly. For I could me. not
3: possibly recommend a Transformers-related thing this week. So yeah. I'm glad I had other options. Yeah.
2: Well, in the past three days, I've smashed out Fargo. Oh, the TV series? Of, sure, yeah. It's great. I've heard great things. There's themes. a lot of, like, allegory and metaphors uh-huh, sure. and things like that. Thematic things. You know thematic it. Thematic themes. It's probably... It's, it's kind of... It seems like a cross between Fargo the movie and sort of Breaking Bad. I guess. Okay. Yeah. It's only ten episodes of the first season. And it's very self-contained. It's great performances. Billy Bob Thornton's a great kind of villainous kind of character in it. Martin yeah. Freeman's great if you can you know if you like the Fargo accents in particular. <laughs> it's got um Ke- Key and Peele. You know those. Oh yeah, of, yeah. The sketch comedy. Who I, who I enjoy. Yeah. They do that substitute teacher thing one, which is which yeah. I mm-hmm, quite like. But yeah, that wasn't the thing I really wanted to recommend. I, I also have something that T J. Miller's involved in. Um, he is in a show called Silicon Valley. Is it Valley. She's Out of My League? Because
3: both yes. Andy Daler and TJ Miller are in that.
2: I think, are they? I think so. That's amazing. Yep. Gun, Gun, fingers. Fingers. Gun fingers. I'm losing my mind. Yeah, TJ Miller at Silicon Valley. It's oh, basically yeah. about a startup uh, company in Silicon Valley's where they're trying mm. to get this... Is it an app off the ground? I can't remember. This Uh app program kind of thing off the ground from from basically nothing. And they they luck into some funding at the start. Uh The guy who runs it is a guy called Thomas Middleditch. He's done a lot of stuff on college. Is this is dramedy? It's a drama. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. by the guy who did uh, King of the Hill.
3: Oh, um... um, um, um Mike yeah, Judge. Mike Judge, there we yeah, go. Yeah, And Offer he... Space and all sorts off of stuff Space, stuff.
2: exactly. And he had some experience with this in the 80s. Uh-huh. So this is, a lot of this is based on what he, what yeah, he went interesting. through. It's also got uh, Kamal... Kamal Nanjiani, Nanjiani, yeah. Who's great. Down in the corner. It's got Martin Starr from Freaks and Geeks. got Martin Geek, Starr so Party also, Down, yeah. Yep, exactly. Great cast. This is, a, part, this is a Party
3: Down recommendation because Lizzie Kaplan, Party Down. Here you go. Yeah. So We're yeah, real great at
2: recommending. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, so somebody wrote in, yeah. and I apologise for this. Uh-huh. Wrote in a while back and said I watched uh, all three episodes of Black Mirror and I hated it. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. If you're gonna watch something that we recommend, maybe give it ten minutes, and if you, it's not for you, just switch just it switch off. Switch it off, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not everybody has to like the same things. It's okay. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. For example, I don't like your dumb shirt, Mason.
3: Wow, it's my favourite shirt. <laughs>
2: That's why I said it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm not even wearing it, I just brought it around. <laughs> Nailed it to you all.
2: Alright, Mason. That's what we're reading for this week. Yeah. Sage though. We've got some emails. Oh good. First one's from Sage. Yeah. Uh, she sent in a lovely email and she put some links into some awesome videos. Plus, Plus um, information on a movie that we missed yeah. out. Remember we did a podcast on superhero movies and art based on comics? No. She talked- no, I do remember. <laughs> Talk about one that we actually missed we, well, I might have to watch it and then we can probably we'll probably do another episode on that at uh. some point. But her main question was Hang on what was the movie? I can't remember what's called great. Was it a Disney movie from the t- It was called Up Up in A Way or something. Oh, I remember that, yep. Why didn't you bring it up at the time? Sorry. I didn't remember it at the now time. Now Sage is angry. <laughs> sorry, Sage. We've lost a listener. Oh. A friend of the show. Now she's got a question. She said it was what she was wondering if uh you could suggest any good comics that feature King Arthur as the main character. I would have done some research, but I um I had done some research, sorry, but I've not come to great conclusions on which ones are worth to read or not, and I was hoping you could help. Thought of anything? King Arthur is the main character. Yeah. No, I, got yeah, I can't think of anything either.
3: You know what? If before you publish this, give me a minute to think about it, and I'll maybe we'll edit it one in, and we'll look super smooth, like we know what we're talking about. Gotcha.
2: But no, I've never been
3: a super huge fan of like any kind of medieval fantasy comics and stuff like that. Okay, sure. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well,
2: they're not. Uh, they're not an incredibly popular genre, would you say? No, not at all. Yeah. No. There's a. There's actually a Transformers episode where I, I'm only
3: going to recommend that Iron Man, Doctor Doom. Storyline where they go back
2: in time. Okay. No, well, but, this, yeah. this Transformers episode is where I think Starscream and a few other Transformers go back to King Arthur's days. Wow. It's called like a Decepticon in King Arthur's court or something Great. like that. I can't remember exactly. So yeah, there's that. But I've got well, here... So
3: not only they went back in time, they went back in time to like a, a, fictional. a fictional universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I wanted to recommend though The movie If you love King Arthur yep. The movie First Night With You're not Richard, <laughs> Richard yeah, And Sean, Sean Connery, Connery. <laughs>
3: No don't recommend that That's a trick
2: That movie Is hilarious Okay fine There's a bit And hopefully I can edit this clip in yep. Where Sean Connery Has like a breakdown And he's like
3: I thought you going to say A break
2: dance <laughs> He does have a break dance But he's just like Why Like this is And he's on his knees Like Hands right, right, right. <laughs> in the air It's pretty incredible That sounds good Why It's British accents all the way from Richard Gere. Oh, I
3: bet they're good. Okay, I've changed my mind. I'm recommending that too. Yeah, Maybe there's a comic book adaptation. Yeah, yeah. give it there's 10 minutes. There's a Dark Horse adaptation of it, maybe.
2: <laughs> give it 10 minutes yeah. if you don't like it. Turn it off. Yeah. It's very 90s as well. Fantastic. Other one, I guess, Search for the Holy Grail by Monty Python. It's pretty Certainly, good. Certainly, yeah, that's a good one. So, yeah. No, I'm sorry we couldn't help you out there, Sage, mm. but um, good luck. Yeah, Good, <laughs> good luck out Absolutely. there. Don't watch the Read club. a few,
3: let us know what is the best one. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And if any listeners, you know, have any ideas, email Yeah, me. I would like to hear about
3: a good one. Yeah, Camelot 3000. Is that yeah. a comic book that happened? I'm sure it, it sounds yeah. like
2: a comic book that happens. Yeah. Hang on, I've just got to double check something, Mason. Okay,
3: well, I'm going to look up Camelot 3000 while you do that.
2: All right. Any luck on the old Camelot 3000, Mason? Camelot 3000.
3: <laughs> Uh, Mike W. Barr, who I believe created the character Warlord, so maybe it's good, maybe it's not. Who's Warlord? What's he about? He's a, he's a guy, he's uh, i I'll show you a picture, you'll be delighted.
2: Is he a Warlord?
3: Uh, yeah, sort of, but he's, uh, he's like an old guy, no shirt, you know that, loincloth.
2: That's my favourite.
3: pretty great, right? I mean, I have an
2: iPad in my hand, I could look it up. You could
3: look it up. Actually, maybe he didn't create Warlord, never mind, forget I said anything.
2: <laughs> Alright, this is from Dan Winston Mason. Okay. Are you recommending something 3000? No. Alright. Take a punt, who knows. I was hoping, he says, in brackets, is this really a surprise, to get a shout out for having completed my third consecutive year as an overworked, underpaid public servant, aka an elementary teacher. Don't get the wrong impression, I love my job. Um, I feel like, if you feel extra generous, could you also shout out my school, the Creative Landscapes Learning Center, for doing, uh, for doing such great work for three full years now.
3: Shout out and shout outs. Two shout outs. Good <laughs> stuff. Gonna,
2: I thought you were going to veto the school. Oh, that would be hate great. school. Yeah, I know, right?
3: You hate learning. It's, 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 not it's not for nerds. <laughs> learning for nerds. Knowledge is for nerds. Don't like any of it.
2: You also said, um, look, is there any point in the future where we'll have like, guests on the show?
3: As soon as we're technically capable of doing Absolutely.
2: that. Yeah. And I was, I was actually, there's somebody I do want to get. I want to get the guy who's making The Death of Superman lives documentary about Tim Burton's dead Superman oh. movie. Because he's, he's doing this whole... Kickstarter-funded project where, uh-huh. he's, where he's looking into it and what the story was going to be. And he's got all the concept art and some t- designs, and he interviews like Tim Burton and a bunch of other people from it, uh-huh. and I cannot wait, so wow. I'd love to talk to him. So, so maybe we Skype him in, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Or not. Also, I mean, we'll have to figure that out. you're
3: going to be away in oh, yeah. September for a sort of thing, so yeah. depending on whether or not I can operate editing software or not, we might record some episodes before you go or it might just be me and we'll get some guest hosts in absolutely so we'll see how that
2: goes. email in your resume everybody yeah absolutely <laughs> now you got some people in mind don't you yeah, I do, yeah yeah, yeah. figure it out I heard you've got a girl maybe lined up is that true go- girls are for nerds Mason. yeah I know right exactly yeah <laughs> okay AJ Alvarez has written in Mason mm-hmm. and he's in the United States Navy and he's currently on deployment and he says our podcast is the only audio he has on his phone that is unfortunate I hope <laughs> it's his ringtone yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just plays an episode of our podcast yeah i
3: can't wait for the the next email which is um guys i don't have any i don't have a phone anymore because i threw it into the ocean (laughs) but thank you for listening that's great
2: we appreciate it you guys how do you guys feel about the wanted movie slash comic does mason have any random facts about it
3: uh look i
2: i didn't read the comic when i saw it yeah yeah yeah. did you Had you read it i read it beforehand Yeah.
3: yeah um I think they generified it a little too much. Yeah. Like I think I I would have, but I but at the same time wanted is wanted the comic book is like Watchmen in that it's sort of a breakdown of the superhero genre. Yeah. Like unless you know a lot about, unless you know some you know some of the stereotypes about comic book characters and superheroes and villains and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe the film version you wouldn't get a lot out of it, I think, because okay, you sort yeah. of have to. You sort of have to, because it exists in a world like it exists. The wanted comic book world was a like a like a kind of a four color superhero-y, you know, fun superhero world until yeah. the villains finally won, and then sort of.
2: And it implies that it's that it is the DC world and the and the Marvel world. Like it's implied that there are all those worlds, isn't it? Because there's a bit where you see his dad wearing the Spider Man boots. Yeah, it's, like I
3: think it's sort of implied that they the villains also head to parallel universes. And yeah, like kill, oh they do. Yeah, kill the good guys yeah, in those yeah. universes as well. Yeah, and I think there was. Pr- it's probably too much of a concept for a movie. Maybe, yeah. but I would have liked to see him take a crack at it. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean,
2: the fact that and also in the they're they're all villains. Everybody, yeah, every yeah. main character in that is a villain. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think I've said this before. There's a bit where he I, I remember specifically saying this on the show that. He, he admits to raping like a high profile celebrity. Yeah and it's yeah, like yeah. there's and we've talked about this again before where one of Mark Millars Miller's Millar, Miller, whatever have yeah, yeah. you say it, one of his flaws is he seems to just put things in to shock for no that have no purpose. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So you know. But I don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed reading it. It's it's a good read, but mm-hmm. the movie not as much.
3: Yeah, but he does take, yeah. Exactly. He's he's very hit and miss. There's a lot of there's a lot of like um Nemesis, I thought was a good read, but again, yep. there's some there's some weird stuff. John Nemesis, oh, okay, yeah, no, Nemesis. There's the one, and and and, and you know, and there's a lot of stuff that he just puts into shock, and he's like, well, why can't I just, you know, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. do something horrible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's actually he's doing one at the moment called Starlight, where it's like uh-huh. a Flash Gordon style guy uh-huh. who goes back to the planet that he saved as uh-huh. like a sixty year old man. Ah, uh-huh. and it's quite good. It's only like four issues in, but I'm uh-huh. keeping up with it. And okay, it's more kind of genuine and earnest than than um.
3: Hmm. It's, you just wait, volume. mate. You just wait.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Oh AJ. Also,
3: um, fun fact about that movie, James McAvoy is the only character in that film who is also Professor X. <laughs> that might actually be wrong. Who knows? But there's a fun fact for you. Well,
2: well unless Patrick Stewart's not in it, we can yeah. do this. <laughs> and whoever voiced in him it. in the cartoons may have been in may it. May have
3: been in it. It might have been Halle Berry. <laughs> Wait, it's Angelina Jolie in the movie. Okay, it is. There
2: you go. Though the character in the comic is clearly based off Halle, Halle Berry. Yeah, and the guy was based off Eminem. Yeah, apparently the video game for that was okay at the time. Okay, it was like an it was like a pretty bog standard third person shooter, but it had the curved bullet mechanic. Oh, okay. And it's more comic book style in the sense that you get the wanted suit. Right, right. right. It's kind of a it's closer to the movie, but there's comic book elements elements from it. Okay, apparently it's okay. All right, Cool. All right. Uh, I can't remember who this is from. I'll look it up in a bit. I'm not sure if either of you have, have read or know much about Moon Knight, but if you had, what issue would be good for someone to jump into who hasn't read it for a while?
3: Uh,
2: I haven't read any Moon Knight, but I've heard there's some stuff going on at the moment, which is really good.
3: Yeah, yeah. Start, start at the... Uh, you know what? Moon Knight is one of those sort of B-list characters where they, re, they relaunch his sort of identity every time. And he's a yeah. character who's, who's had multiple...
2: Jamie Duncan, sorry, from Jamie Duncan. Yeah, he
3: he has, you know, he's had, he's a character that has multiple sort of identities and so they can just sort of reboot him at any point. I'd say start at, start at the start of the current series. Okay. I would imagine, even if you don't know enough, even if you don't know anything about the character, they'll fill you in like enough to get, to get by. Don't get bogged down because there's too much backstory. (laughs) He's had too many, like he's a cabbie, but he's also a war veteran, but he's also, he loves magic, you know.
2: We all love magic. (laughs) We all love magic, exactly, Yeah. 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 He also says, um to tell Mason uh sorry, say to Mason on the next podcast that he doesn't even lift. You don't even lift Mason. You familiar with that I'm familiar with yeah. that insult.
3: <laughs> I'm aware that I don't even lift. You know what I'd say to you, buddy? You're a hater. It's your, that's your your problem, mate. You're just a hater.
2: <laughs> Take that dunks. Yeah. Take it to your grave. <laughs> now you're right. Thanks Thank for emailing that. in. Uh last one. This uh-huh. is from uh sorry, second last one. James Sr. is the official Scott Pilgrim of the Weekly Planet podcast. If somebody oh, nice. puts, puts that in an email when I read it out, I'll say the thing that they are. Uh, Fantastic, love it. You It know, makes, makes it worse. It says, being British. He's British. Ooh, and Scott uh, <laughs> Pilgrim. Double whammy. <laughs> I was wondering if you guys have ever had the chance to check out our offerings regarding, regarding superhero TV shows. I was thinking Misfits and the hugely underrated No Heroics. I love No Heroics. I think it's great. That's the one with the guy from The Office, the British Office, who's in it. Uh who's the boss? The other boss that's Dave, not David. Yes, Brent. it is. Yeah, he's, yeah, the, yeah. he's, he's the,
3: the he's like the Superman character, but he's yes. very arrogant kind of, and he's I've,
2: yeah. I've heard good things about both of these shows. Yeah, so No
3: Heroics is basically it's it's in a, it's in, it's in, set in England, and it's a world where superheroes are real, mm. but they mostly just hang when they're not being superheroes. They hang in a bar called No Heroics, where you go in. There's no superpowers allowed kind okay. of thing and you just sort of and it never had, they, there's not any special no, effects and stuff there's special effects yeah. but they're British special effects sure you know what I'm talking about <laughs> but it's quite it's very funny if you're a fan of superheroes yeah check I've heard that out. that's yeah, good yeah. and
2: Misfits seen it uh, my
3: brother's intermittently a, my brother's yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, that's one of those also one of the series and British series like to do this where they'll slowly phase out like cast members okay like somebody will quit the show and they'll just subtly replace them with a you know slightly different character, yeah. and Like four series in, no original characters. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, to. I've seen it intermittently. It's yeah, it's pretty Is good there fun. Is an
2: American version of that as well at the moment. I
3: might be wrong. No, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. Well. First time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Happened so, years yes. ago. There now there's been hundreds of times where I've been wrong.
2: <laughs> uh, keep up the great work. Tell Mason he's a real dickhead, but retracted this immediately if you can get a shout out. Shout out. Retracted. Nice. I'm not. You know what? You are a dickhead. Then no shout out. He's <laughs> taking it back. <laughs> These are my terms I do not negotiate. Oh, he's good. With terrorists or Australians. <laughs> Brutal. Mm. They do rule us, though, the British. So in a way, it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Because the Queen can come here and she can behead any one of us. Just at on a whim. Did well, she's got
3: those scythe arms, so I guess she could. <laughs> yeah. Do
2: you remember that show? It was with one of the guys from Father Ted, the younger priest. And he was a superhero and then a baby that could yes. talk. Oh, what was it called? Super Dad. I don't that know. No, it wasn't called
3: Super Dad. Ah, oh, yeah, I remember it. That was okay, wasn't it? Yes, no, it wasn't. That was. He was called. The character was called Thermo Man. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, didn't include that on your list, did you? Our British friends, because it was terrible.
2: You know what was a good British show? Mm-hmm. Keeping up appearances. No, incorrect. Keeping up appearances is the Transformers on British TV because it's you know, always it's the literally same. Literally the same episode. No, oh, sorry, no, really, nobody yeah. cares about this. You're I'm right. gonna stop. Okay. Um... Courtney Heck has written it again. Hey, Courtney. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She's uh, she's, um the official hunky gentleman of the show. Oh. Because Ralph took official... um, Sexy lady, lady, yeah. So, yeah. 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 All right, fine. I like how that works. Um, Maybe they'll get married. Can you imagine? I hope so. Yeah. I'm graduating from high school this weekend and... I'm, a val- I'm the valedictorian. Ooh, I presume that's me. That's we, like the ducks. We call them the ducks, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we? She's call- the
3: best one. The of best course one. she's the best one. She listens to this show. That's it's right. unrelated. But, you know, <laughs> let's claim it as our own.
2: Were you the best one at your school? No. I was pretty close. No, you weren't. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I am the valedictorian, so I could uh, have... Could I have a shout-out? And congrats, it would be super cool. Shout-outs.
3: Yeah. So many shout outs. I know, that's pretty great, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, books are for nerds, so yeah. we don't condone learning, but I guess, well, not, yeah. I guess well done, Courtney. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's great. That's really, really good. Good luck. Like, uh, let us know what you're doing for your future endeavors, you know? Yeah. Whether it's college or college basketball or what else do they do in the US? Oh, no, it's college and college basketball.
3: That's it though, yeah. I think, yeah.
2: College football. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. People keep writing in. I can't remember who exactly. It might be the same person <laughs> updating me on Australians at basketball in the in the NBA and what happens. Oh, I've got no idea what's going on, mm. but I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, Mason. That's the show for this week. Fantastic. Next week, you know what we're doing? What's that? Who uh, yeah, no. knows? I do know. Yep. Secret. Not a. Oh, I can tell you. Is it the Planet of the Apes thing? It's the Planet of the Apes. Thing. Okay, cool. So I'm thinking we'll watch. We we'll won't watch all the Planet of the Apes uh. movies because there's seven currently yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we'll watch the original. Uh huh. We'll watch the Tim Burton one. Yep, great. Which is a reboot, and then we'll watch the the other the James Franco okay, one. And we'll cool. talk about the series Good man. in general. Wow, you haven't seen the the James Franco one? I haven't. No, right? it'll yeah, be a new experience for me. It's real cool. Mm. like
3: apes. Not really. I'm afraid of them.
2: <laughs> yeah, they snap for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Apes are mean. Apparently, apes when they snap, the thing they go for, they go, they try to go break to the your journals. jaw. Yeah, we've we talked about this on the podcast. I, I don't think we have. No, we definitely have. We've talked about it in life many oh, okay, times. Right. Jaw and genitals. Yep, that's what exactly. they go yeah, for. Yeah, 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 Man, that's horrific. Mm-hmm. Big thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk. Absolutely. Theme songs. Yeah. Every week. Love them.
3: Can I close this out? Can I close this out in the traditional way? You would as, as befitting a Transformers episode? Sure. <laughs> Listeners of the Weekly Planets, if you're out there and you need to contact us, find us at Weekly Planet Pod. On Twitter, Gmail, and Facebook, you can find my compatriot at Mr. Sunday Movies. My name is at Wikipedia Brown. I mean, Believe in, in us.
2: Space. No copyright, right? No, nah, it's, it's, it's fine. Parody, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's fine. Was there a Lincoln Park in the new- song in the new one? I bet there was. Yeah, great stuff.
3: Anyway, we're closing it out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everyone.
1: You're walking in the woods. There's no one around and your phone is dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Shia LaBeouf. He's following you, about 30 feet back. He gets down on all fours and breaks into a sprint. He's gaining on you. Shia LaBeouf. You're looking for your car, but you're all turned around. He's almost upon you now, and you can see there's blood on his face. My god, there's blood everywhere. Running for your life From Shia LaBeouf He's brandishing a knife It's Shia LaBeouf Lurking in the shadows Hollywood superstar Shia LaBeouf Living in the woods Shia LaBeouf Killing for sports Shia LaBeouf Eating all the bodies Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf Now it's dark and you seem to have lost him But you're hopelessly lost yourself Stranded with a murderer You creep silently through the underbrush Aha, in the distance A
0: small cottage with a light on Hope, you move stealthily toward it But your leg, ah, it's caught in a bear trap
1: Gnawing off your leg Quiet, quiet Living to the the cottage. cottage Quiet, quiet Now you're on the doorstep Sitting inside, Shia LaBeouf Sharpening an axe Shia LaBeouf But he doesn't hear you enter Shia LaBeouf You're sneaking up behind him Strangling superstar Shia LaBeouf fighting for your life with Shia LaBeouf, wrestling a knife from Shia LaBeouf, stabbing in his kidney, safe at last from Shia LaBeouf. You limp into the dark woods, blood oozing from your stump leg, but you've won, you have beaten Shia LaBeouf.